Messi. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Just when you think he's done everything, he comes up with something even more special. Nani. And I'm muted, and we're back. See, see, live, live. That's what happened today. <laughs> Welcome to episode 14 of Soccer Card Collective with Dan, Luke, and Vince. You're looking a little bit different, uh, Vincent, mate. It's, it's something. Yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've got um, significantly older and significantly less Belgian. I, I, I see that the uh, Aussie accents rubbed off on you. You know, it's, it, it, it has. has. It has it's been hanging around with us for too long. Just, yeah, through um, what is it, osmosis or something? <laughs> so we're fortunate enough to have Vince uh, from Soccer Cards Rock here, um, and I believe um, Vincent from Card Hour is going to be coming on a little bit later on. Um, but great to have you here, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's um, it's it's really good to catch up and, and be on. This is um, this is awesome. I, lo- I love the intro music as well. It's uh, I don't know who put, who put that together, but it's it's nice. Real real. What crisp. an intro! What an intro! Gets you gets you gets you psyched up for it. Hey, here he is. Here he here is. He is. <laughs> <laughs> Where you been? Best people always come later. Yeah? <laughs> We were we were speculating as to why, and we thought we'll still, you know, you're still coming up with reasons why TAA is uh, is not up to scratch. Yeah, I was uh, preparing. It's okay now. I'm I'm fully prepared. <laughs> he's, he's ready. To go. <laughs> Just get ready, everyone in the chat. Get ready. Hey, mm. <laughs> B man, all good? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, man. I'm fine. Same old, same old. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. All right, we'll, uh, we'll get right into it, guys. Um, What's up, Vince? What's up, man? Hey, a long hey. time. Yeah, too long. Glad, man, too long. Glad, glad you have you here. Oh man, happy to be here. It's gonna be um, it's gonna be fun. You're uh, you're prepared to talk about trends, right? Or yeah, I got I got sent the picture um, of your tier <laughs> list, and I've got a, I've got some questions, but <laughs> let's go, let's go. <laughs> So if you're listening to the pod um, or watching the video right now, basically we did a tier list of some youngsters uh, in last week's pod and, and just let's just say that the backlash of that has been quite intense and uh, I've been waiting all week for this episode right here so that we can uh, we can go through it a little bit further. We can flame our own um, picks. We can... We can justify and stand behind them, and uh, and yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. So, 
We'll do that a little bit later in the pod, but as we do every week, we'll go through the uh, games of the week and we'll start out with the EPL. Southampton over Aston Villa. We'll go into, obviously, the uh, Manchester derby 2-0 for Manchester City, which, you know, in my opinion, seemed like a very straightforward victory for them. Uh, is that along the same lines for you guys? <laughs> Yeah. It's uh, it's worse than the Liverpool game, to be honest, because they, they were nowhere. Uh, Manchester United was... I think this one was worse than the Liverpool game. So I'm I'm surprised the only was 2-0 because it was really a, a slaughter fest. It was play, Manchester City was like playing against like a second division team from Belgium or something. It's like, yeah, it was bad. Um, I watched this with a um, a few Man United supporters. And when I say Man United supporters, I mean like diehards. They wake up for every game, uh, literally every game. They don't care if they've got work or, or anything. They'll, they'll watch it. And I, honestly, I felt bad for them watching their team come out and play like that at home mm. as well. Um, like they've, they've seemed to change to the, the five in the back with the with the two wing backs. Um, didn't work. City just played them off the park. And then they reverted back to the four in the second half. Um and from at least they didn't concede in the second half, but City, I dare <laughs> save them so many. Dare save them so many times in the first half it was ridiculous. Yes, they didn't concede in one half. Yes, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Job done, guys. We can go. <laughs> um, I, but, I was yeah. actually at, I was actually at a wedding when this was on on the Saturday night, and I got back for like maybe the last ten minutes, and you know we'd had like just way too many. Um, enjoyed ourselves a bit too much, and I was like, oh, I watched a lot. I watched the end of it, and I I watched it, and I was like. I woke up and I was pretty pretty average Sunday morning and I was like, I just remember watching bits of the soccer and United <laughs> were just shit. I was like, Maybe I thought too much of it. And then I looked at it again and I was like, oh, yeah, I, I agree with Vincent though. That was just sort of like like toying with them, weren't they? It was like a... Yeah, yeah. yeah like pretty a, bad. Was it cat, who do, who like do you support Vince? Uh, City. City, okay. Yeah, it's... um. Although I will say like probably since... The last probably maybe three or four years, I reckon I've been following like Australian, like A-League stuff more yeah. as like a supporter more than um, more than the Premier League and, and whatnot just because of how easy it is to follow along when it's yeah. local. and You don't have to wake up at 2 a.m. to watch them play and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, as far as Premier League goes, definitely, definitely City. Who's so supporting the A-League? Uh, Western, Western United. Now I'm a, now I'm a Geelong United. boy. I'll support the, support the local team. Um one of the four fans, so it's good. <laughs> One of the Tia, four Tiamanti fans. fan. Tiamanti fan. Oh man, he's unreal. <laughs> he's unreal. He just takes the piss. It's ridiculous how good he is still. Um, like he, like what he can do. I know we're not talking about this at all, but um, like what he, what he can <laughs> do. Like, yeah, what what he can do, he'll be able to do until he's fifty. You know what I mean? Just like ping passes and hit someone on the chest from like 35, 40 out spray in crosses, hit free kicks. Like he'll be able to do that until he wants to quit. Like it's um that's that's one thing that I think a lot of clubs don't really look at that much is like finding guys that you know their skill set will do really well when they're older and they lose a bit of their like physicality. Um you know if you if you're recruiting people that are you know good goal scorers but they were doing that when they were young and quick and and strong. Um, it's a little bit different when they they're 35 and injured all the time, but 
um, that's the quality A-League content that you're all after, I'm sure. Well, I mean, it's, it's interesting because <laughs> Vincent, um, Belgium Vincent, um, keeps on talking about Mbappe, like talking about how he's he's an absolutely brilliant player. And I won't paraphrase your words, but um, that it, it's not necessarily a style of football that can um, continue on mm. throughout the years unless you, you obviously dramatically change your game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, we've seen that with uh, Ronaldo as well. Like, he's not doing the same things he's been doing for the last whatever years when he was younger. It's normal that sometimes you need to adapt your game. And that's, mm. I think it's going to happen with Mbappe as well. It's like mm. he, he has been very non injured, <laughs> I would say. I, I, I cannot remember the last time he was really, really injured. Um, so that's a good thing. But I, I cannot, I cannot think of a world where with his speed and the way he plays he will not pick up injuries the older he gets mm. if, he, if he keeps if he keeps running at this pace and style it's it's bound to happen um i hope it's gonna be a long time before it happens but it's it's bound to happen the way he plays yeah being a, he, being a he had a, fan sorry no i was gonna say he had that little injury at the end of was it the end of last season like during the, the semis and stuff I could be getting it wrong, but it was only little. But yeah, I agree. Like yeah. with the amount of talk that his body must go through when he plays, like he's stays relatively relatively healthy. Sorry, Luke, what were you saying? No, sorry, I was just going to say it's been um, interesting as a as a Ronaldo fan more than more than anything to see his game evolve over the years from like the mm. that United to Madrid to Juventus and sort of moving into like that sort of target man role that he plays now at his age. Um, it'd be interesting to see if Mbappe can evolve his game, maybe not the same, but in a similar way to to be still like relevant with the times, I guess, and and what he can do. Mm. And when you like just look back at guys that didn't make that, or even injuries got the better of them, like look at someone like even like Michael Owen would be a good example. Um, yep. Like so quick and so athletic when he was young and scored just so many goals, but injuries and not really adjusting the game to suit you know, his, what his body could and couldn't do later on, yeah. um, like hurt him. And yeah. When you consider that he, like, how old was he when he won the Ballon d'Or? He was, he was super young. Yeah, he was um, young. Shouldn't yeah. have won it though, no. but. That, that no, he still sense. did. He still did. <laughs> <laughs> Whether you like it or not, Vincent, he won it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, I, I'm not arguing against it because he was a brilliant player, but he shouldn't have yeah. won that one. Uh, anyway. Who Talking have? about uh, teams that, year, that should have I th- won. I think. Sorry, sorry. Oh, <laughs> one, one, one more thing. <laughs> it was a great segue. It's yeah, a I'm, not, I'm gonna ruin it. It was a good segue. I'm gonna completely ruin it. Forget I asked. <laughs> Oliver Kahn should have won it that year. There you go. Done. Now, where's your Oliver Kahn segue? Oh, I can't, I can't <laughs> get it out Go- now. I can't. I can't. Is that goalkeeper segue? No? <laughs> I mean, you, you can't say goalkeeper segue because surely with 25 shots on goal that there's some kind there of go. keeper involvement, but only four on target apparently. What happened yeah. here? Wasteful. I don't know. There were lots of chances for Chelsea to, to seal this one. Um, Typical Burnley Hudson. game. Sorry? Typical Burnley game. Yeah. Like, look, look at the passes. Look at the position. Look at the... I mean, fouls, yellow cards. They did everything just to stop Chelsea from scoring that next goal. Uh, and that's a typical... And that's a great result for them. Away from yeah, home against yeah, Chelsea? Jesus. Sure. 100%, 100%. So, yeah, that's what happened, <laughs> I guess. We had and, Hudson uh, Doy playing it as well again. Barkley. He's, he's been on fire. Very lively, yeah. Very lively again. 
but yeah, Bar- Barkley was also a, a, maybe a surprise starter. <coughs> surprise starter, I guess. Yeah, it's been, his career has been insane as well, Barkley. Jesus Christ. But yeah, disappointing result for Chelsea. Um, knowing need that Liverpool. Well, we're gonna talk about them, but some uh, some teams drop points. Um, and that's when you get against the Burnley team, you need to get the points, but uh, yeah, that was a great opportunity to to uh, find the gap, but we didn't. So, well, they're all dropping points recently, haven't they? Like, it's yeah, every, yeah. which is which is good, it makes it means it's you know, it's interesting, um, because yeah. it can be you know, you get a couple of these weeks where a, a couple of teams you expect to be challenging for the title have a couple of slip-ups and other teams don't. And next thing you know, it's a bloody, you know, seven-point lead or, or something like that. And it's like, mm. Jesus Christ. I um, think it was one of these weekends across all competitions. If you mm. look at the at the results from every single league I've watched, there's there was some kind of strange results. Well, yeah. strange. It was just one of these weekends where if you would have been a betting guy and you bet on every underdog, you would have made bank. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was an interesting that, weekend. That that European hangover as well from during the week. I mean, you have you have you just had a European. You're going in a weekend, and then you have international break. So it's yeah. like, I don't know what, what's. I would say teams with like deep t- with a big bench should should be comfortable. But then again, if you watch the screen, like Liverpool lost, Chelsea drew. Uh, in other competitions, he had teams that should win games that that lost, and I Roma think lost, didn't they? As well, when we get to Syria, uh, who? Uh, yeah, they <laughs> did lose. Yeah. They did. Yeah. yeah. So you had a lot Mourinho of was up and about. Yeah, 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 a lot of results. Or like, yeah, you shouldn't you shouldn't expect them in a normal week. But then again, it's it's football. It's what it makes it mm. interesting. Yeah. And what we haven't talked about is Antonio Conte taking over Tottenham, which is very, very unexpected. I I never expected him to take over a team mid-season, let alone mm. take over Tottenham. Uh, very, very strange in my opinion, but he must see something that I don't. I know he, he's got a good relationship with, um, I believe the way you say his name is Paratici, the... Uh, the CEO or whatever his, his role is at that... The, um, at that club, so I guess that's what got him over the line. But what are your thoughts at of uh, Conte at Tottenham? Fins. Oh, um, yeah, <laughs> I, it was. It was like <laughs> Nuno was kind of sent out to dry a little bit. Like he was. That was a tough spot to be in. Like I think he's not as bad as everyone has making out in the last couple of weeks. I think it's just a bad fit at a bad time. Choice. You know, well, it's, it's hard. Choice. I think he was a ninth choice, but I think no one should have known he was the ninth choice. Yeah, um, like that makes it pretty hard. But um, like Conte coming in mid-season is huge, and you know he'll take a little bit of time to properly adjust the way he goes. But a massive get for them. Like it's he's probably taking a step down. I would think to coach Tottenham as bad. Like that's a, that's a terrible thing to say about a club that like Tottenham are a big club. But I think it's true. Um, and I think he's sort of looking at this as like a maybe a bit of a step for I, I'd be surprised if he's there in three years. Um, mm-hmm. like build him up, and you know, he's got he's got players there. It's still a like it's not as the squad that it was a couple of years ago, just even with player aging and progression. But, um, they're still you know, they're better. The, the, the squad is probably better than they've been performing. Um, there's some quality there, 
you know, I think it's a, I think it's a huge move. Um, I think it's awesome. Like it could be just incredibly good. Um, yeah, well, that's the thing. That's the thing that I think he's. It's gonna. It's gonna stuff him up because he's always. That's been his thing, hasn't it? Like he just hasn't got the backing, like financial wise, to to do stuff. And now he's gonna get even less. But um, it'll be interesting to see how it works. I don't know what they'll do in January. I think that'll be interesting. He's got a. He's got like you know a good two months or you know month and a half to sort of figure out what he wants, and then you know, see if, if Levy will write the checks to make it happen. So, um, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting. I, I'm, I wasn't expecting it. I thought it was like a bit of a pie in the sky sort of thing. So to see it happen is is crazy. Yeah. It's, it's especially coming from Inter, like he, he left Inter because they weren't going to have that much of a transfer market and they haven't really missed that much of a step, you know, that they, they mm. replaced those, those big players with, you know, decent players. Um, and, and it's definitely, in my opinion, a move down. So, but I don't know. I didn't really understand the thought process there. I thought he was maybe holding out for a, a Newcastle move um, at the end of the season. But anyway, <laughs> I guess well, it's also one of those. Also one of those. Like, where else was he going to go? Like, you know, if, if United were going to keep Solskjaer, which it looks like they're pretty committed to, yeah. and like it definitely looked like he sort of wasn't going. It wasn't too keen on Tottenham when there was talk of, you know, Real Madrid and you know, PSG maybe as well and all this other like merry-go-round happening and then it never really happened. So he was kind of left with nothing to go to. So, yeah, crazy. Well, you still think Harry Kane's going to go for a big fee. So I don't know if they're promising him all that money that he's going to get from that to put into some other players. I'm, I'm not too sure. The stadium's done now too. So I'm guessing there's a little bit more budget there. Mm. Would he come in knowingly that Kane is going to leave? I don't know. I, th- I think he's probably going to stay. I yeah, he's gonna stay. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, I... if you're Conte, I mean, if if they tell you, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come in and you're gonna lose Kane in the next year, I, I wouldn't come. <laughs> it's like, yeah, fuck this shit. I'd, I'd get the money and look elsewhere. To be honest, if I was him, who are we gonna? It'd be positive for Kane. He just, he just, yeah, he just looks like from what he's seen this season, just doesn't seem like his head's there. Mm. Who, who are you gonna yeah, replace yeah. him with, though? I, I I think last it like the summer just gone or the off season just gone was the one they should have. Yeah, like you, t- you take that. I think that's, yeah, that's when you sell. But, but who you know. knows? See what Conte did with Lukaku at, at Inter. You, you mm. might be able oh, to yeah. get the same type of thing from Kane. Who knows? That's true. Could you imagine yeah, a good game to go on Kane? Kane would be just a fucking beast. Oh my god! Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Um, West Ham three two over Liverpool is a very unexpected result. Uh, in my opinion, Declan Rice had an absolute belter of a game in this one. What were your thoughts? Did you guys get to watch it? I didn't get to see this, unfortunately, but I think West Ham are to the top three now, if I'm not wrong. I think they're second. Mm. second. Really? Second After or third. Game, yeah. 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 Yeah, I didn't see this, unfortunately, so I can't say much. I think they're third. I just... just uh... Let's have a quick look at the table. Second or third. They got third. Yeah, so yeah. third. Same points Equal as City. City. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Jesus, they, they do concede a lot more, but four uh, wins in a row as well. Yeah, they've been playing very, very well, very well this season. Um, it's crazy. So that's why the Premier League is it's one of the best leagues. I mean, West Ham. You see, Brighton seventh, just same with uh 
in Wolves has been playing terribly. Oh, yeah, yeah. As long, yeah, I, could, I just saw it. As long, as, yeah, <laughs> it's already, was it's... was a, it was a great free kick though. Was a very well taken free kick. Loved it. It was a very very good one. It's already. And then he, uh, and then he had an assist. Positive. Stay a little bit later. He's uh he's geared up for the the defensive of the opinion. So we'll we'll save that for a little bit later. Let's move over to Serie um, some great games here. Empoli Genoa was a, a really, really nice one, two all. Um, Juventus got a victory over Fiorentina in the last few minutes. Quadrado comes on and, and kind of does a little bit of master strike there. Atalanta 2 1 over Cagliari. Venezia got the victory over Roma 3 2, and Mourinho was not happy. He's He's been throwing his um, team under the bus like crazy this season and and he's done it again he's kind of said he's said he's come out and said that um it wasn't the team that was billed to him this and that and um, 27 shots away from home yeah it's not great it was the first time in like what 21 years he lost to uh to them something like that yeah like 21 22 years They didn't really have the greatest lineup uh, for whatever reason. They're, they're very, very thin. Um, outside of the starting 11, there's there's not much to that team. So I do kind of understand. Like he had Zaniolo injured, had to kind of come off the bench. Um, and some of these players that he's got, like not great, not great at all. Brian Reynolds isn't really great, even though he's American. Uh, how can how can you say yeah. such a things? How how <laughs> dare you say such a things? He's probably yeah. undervalued. What are you talking hey, about? But but honestly, speaking of Americans, there's an American in Venezia's side, um, Gianluca Busio. So if you want to check out him and you want to check out his cards, if you're after Americans, um, definitely check him out. He's been playing very very well, starting eleven for Venezia. Um, I would pick, and, and this could be controversial, but I would pick his cards over Pepe's cards any day of the week. You're starting for one of the top leagues in the world um, over Pepe, who's you know playing in the MLS. I would go for Busio every time. Um, and I was having this conversation with um, LAFC Guna, I think his, his name is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was saying the only difference between those two are that Pepe plays in a position that is very weak in the national team for US, mm. and Busio doesn't. Okay. So um, they almost need Pepe to do really well. Um, okay. That's a good point. Is, if you're looking at the American national team, like they don't really have a a goal scorer, um, and that's or as a striker as an as a nine anyway. And that's probably the you know the most important position on the field when you're only playing in a tournament with you know if you're lucky like six games. Yeah. Um, you, you need someone who can turn half chances into goals. Um, and he doesn't do much else, but he does that. Where does Busio sure? play? Is he a winger? He's more of a midfielder. He does score goals. Okay. Um, yeah. Pepe knows, mate. Pepe the goal. Great <laughs> positives all over it. <laughs> um, Lukey, did you see the Napoli game? The 1-0? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, Simeone Son scored again. He's been on He's fire. On fire. <laughs> He's been on fire. Um, what is that? Seven goal in three games or something? Something like that. He's been killing. He scored four in one. <laughs> Jesus. Two, two sending offs as well. Um, there were some good chances though. Osman had a good one on the half turn. They hit the post. Mertens hit the post from a free kick. Um, one of these games. <laughs> yeah, much like last week where again get the draw, but 
Yeah, I, I reckon we should have won this, to be honest. Oh, Jesus. He scored nine goals and gave three assists in 11 games this season. Mm. Wow. Damn. On fire. Yeah, Two reds for, uh, for Verona as well. And Napoli wore the... Um, the I don't, know, I don't know how many games they're going to wear it for this season, but it's the Diego Maradona um, we'll say memorial kit or tribute kit. Trying to get a good so. photo of it, but it's. Uh, I think it's like the fifth kit they've already released this season, um, Emporio Armani, <laughs> which, which is good. But this one, this one's a special one, obviously for the for the um, the Napoli faithful. They're milking that license, aren't they? Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween Very nice shoes, edition, so. yeah, yeah, they've all been good so far, but yeah, definitely a fair few. Uh, Lazio over Salernitana and the derby, the Milan derby, won all between Milan and Inter. De Vrij, uh, got a bit of an own goal there and Chahaloglu, um with the penalty. Um, they did have a penalty that was missed by Lautaro Martinez. Yeah. Um, could have got the victory there, but this game could have gone anyway. Um, and I think it probably should have ended up a draw. I don't know if you guys caught any of that. I watched the highlights. Tamori loved that own goal, didn't he? Celebrating like he scored it. He did. <laughs> he was going nuts. Um, but yeah, I missed all the highlights for this. It was definitely looked like an interesting game. Absolutely. The, Inter were on top for most of it, and um, they seemed to peter off when Barilla had to come off for his little bit of a hamstring strain. Um, one player I do want to point out is Tonali. This season he's been an absolute revelation for... Mm. Uh, Milan and you know last season you know he was kind of finding his feet but he's really taken off this season and uh, I think he's going to be part of that starting lineup for many years to come and, and part of the Italy lineup as well um, for a yeah. long time. Yeah, I, saw, I saw Kessier doing strange things this, this game and I, I normally love him I, I see him as a, a Barella type of player he keeps on running man he keeps going he keeps he's, he's a work is a, he's a horse like he keeps going but he did some strange things in this game. It was like he was paid to do some strange stuff. I don't know. Um, <laughs> Chase, big no- accusation. <laughs> no- <laughs> Normally, it's like very solid. You can rely on him. But but the way they, they forced the penalty, like wh- what the hell was he doing? I don't know. It was a strange game from him, I think. Because normally, I love the guy. Um, but it was, a strange ge- it was strange to see. Sure. Let's move over to La Liga. If it's going to come up, there we go. Um, a very interesting game was this Barcelona game. They, what the hell happened here? I don't know if you guys caught this. They were up 3-0 going into the half, comfortable. And second half, they copped three goals. What has gone on? In And they copped the last one in the 96th minute. In my opinion, this is just, this just speaks to the inexperience in that Barcelona lineup. Um, don't know if you guys caught any of that. Was it? Ch- I didn't see this, unfortunately. Was it Chavi's first game, though? No. It was, yeah. No, was it? Oh, it was. Game, I okay. I think oh, so. Yeah. I thought he was still the uh, the interim coach. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure if he was on the sideline or not. Um, oh, I thought he was. Okay. He could not. He could He could have been. I didn't, I only saw the extended highlights, but... Um, I believe Fati yeah. got injured again as well, didn't he? I saw that as yeah. well. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Fati, I thought he was as we said in the uh, As we said in the podcast, like I think you said it, Luke. Uh that he he's a very good player, but his his injuries is is yeah, already like anywhere between two and four surgeries because you hear all kinds of different numbers. Like he's a great mm. player, but well, eighteen years old, three four surgeries, <laughs> it's not easy. Mm. Yeah, but I have no idea what happened. 
I, I saw I saw Barcelona going up three nil, and after like an hour or something after the game, I I saw on Instagram it was three three. I was like, what what the hell? Is this some kind of meme or something? But it was real, so I'm not sure. I didn't see the game. Positive said he's made out of glass. I think he's referring to Fati. Yeah, I think so. I mean, oh well, very very cautious buying his cards. Very cautious, yeah. especially the at the ones price of them. Especially at the price of them. And he's one of these examples. Like he he scores goals. Like as soon as he steps on the pitch, he scores a goal. But mm. then again, he, yeah. in the same game, he mm. goes off with an injury. Like mm. yeah, I mean, he scores your goals, but how long is he going to be healthy for it? That's a big question. Mm. Yago Aspas keeps on producing results for uh, for Celta. Very, very good yeah. player. I haven't heard that name in a while. Mm. Yeah. yeah. I suppose. Churns through. Um, Benzema keeps churning through as well. Benzema with a victory 2-1 over Raul. With Fakal scoring a goal for Raul. No, no Hazard? No problem. Guess not. No. Hazard is very linked to Juventus. And I, I don't know if I'm, I'm too happy. Is he? Mm, no. Strongly linked. <laughs> No. In the January transfer window, I want to stay away from that at all costs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not sure. Finger get a get a ninety minutes though. He did, yes. Very good. That wraps up any of the games in the Bundesliga you guys want to cover. Are you happy with that? Bayern won. I think Dortmund lost um, to Leipzig. Was a good game though. I, I watched some of the highlights. Uh, Nkunku, Jesus, he, he did two yeah, two Ronaldo moves in the in the penalty area, and then he hit the post. Unfortunately, because that was that would have been a one of these Puskas Awards type of uh, nominees. But uh, it was was great. Was a great action. We didn't score, unfortunately. Mm. He's been he's been brilliant this year. Like he's he's been good for a while, but he's he, it seems like he sort of stepped it up. Yeah, a notch yeah, this was, year, and is is in a really good bit of form. Um, it was a great game. Yeah, hopefully it hopefully it continues because he's doing it in Champions League as well. So hopefully he can, um, you know, PS- string this little bit of form yeah. into a season, I guess, or more. PSG also won. If that's <laughs> worth mentioning, <laughs> <laughs> they won two three against Bordeaux again. Not keeping clean sheets, um, conceding two. They concede two against Leipzig, one against Lille, two against Leipzig again. Keep conceding goals, but they yeah, rely on. Four. Do you have it there? Sorry? Do you have the back four there? For yeah. PSG? Yeah. Uh, Hakimi, Kerer, Marquinhos, and Bernat. Bernat was okay. taken off for Mendes in the second half. Okay. If they don't. Donnarumma or. Navas. No, it wasn't Donnarumma. Okay. If they get the wrong, if they don't sort of sort out, you know, the gap they have where the midfield should be. Um, if they don't work that out and they get the wrong draw in the Champions League in the like yeah. knockout stages, they're, they're just going to. I can swear, can't I? They're just going to get fucked. Um, they're just going <laughs> to get absolutely destroyed. Um, like I can do. Like oh, they, but then again, if they get the right draw, they might just like destroy someone else. You know what I mean? Like if they get a team that works the ball pretty well, like I feel like it could be pretty ugly for them pretty quickly. Um, but yeah. yeah. Was that did I say six shots for PSG? Did I read that as you were skimming past? Maybe, maybe not. Nine, Nine shots. Sorry. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. At least it's, a, it's efficient. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. interesting. And uh, I think Messi's going to go play for Argentina. 
in the um, international break, which is mm. that was a part of his. Was wasn't that a part of his contract? Did I read that when he made the move? That yeah, prioritize Argentina. Yeah, mm, he wouldn't be a, like they basically had to put him in for every Argentina game he wanted to play. Yeah, um, I think so. Is that right? Yeah. Wow. Why his his window of opportunity is closing? You know, he yeah. won every, he won everything on club level. He just needs That's to true. to uh, try and make something of the uh, Argentinian squad. And I like at that stage, I, like you know, if you if you got a chance to sign Messi, like what do you say no to? Like in the contracts, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what do you what do you say no to when it comes on your desk? It's like, oh, you know, we'd like to keep you for a you know a league game against God knows who. Um, you just sort of let him go. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting, especially as he gets, you know, a little bit older, but I agree. Like he's that Argentina team, like he's only really got, you know, they're, they're, they're not close to one of the favorites you'd think for the next world cup, but it's, the, it's his last chance. So, you know, he's got to make the most of it. Yep. That's another week in the books, guys. We move over to our next segment is... I don't know. We have actually named these segments, but we'll just go straight into it. What cards or uh, memorabilia are we looking at at the moment? I'll start with you, uh, Aussie Vince. Take from right. the top. What are you looking Aussie at in the game? Aussie Vince. Aussie Vince. That's what, that's what I um, squared. Um, yeah, I was gonna, it was like a room with two Vinces in it. It's like one of my family reunions or something. Um, <laughs> I, it's like it's like a warm Christmas. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, at the moment I've been. I was. I was telling you guys off air. It's. It's been. Um, it's been a little bit of a, a bit of a crazy one. I was saying I, I did a lot of um, like grading submissions. So it's one of the things where what I like about SGC, like one of the things I like about them is you pay up front. Whereas I've got all these like tickets at PSA um, and all this <laughs> other stuff going on. And I'm like the day that all comes through and CSG. I was like if that all comes through on the one day, like it's going to be like just a massive hemorrhage. So. <laughs> Like just uh, you know, ease up on the ease up on the buying until then. But definitely looking into um, just some tickets that are coming out. Looking into some more vintage stuff as well. Just for, trying to find you know, not buying anything too crazy at the moment. Um, not that it's not a good time to buy, but there's just nothing I really want at the moment. Would probably be the best way to put it. Um, there's nothing really that I'm chasing. Like I, I was at the PWCC and 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 won some stuff there, which was which was cool and a good experience. And um, pretty interested to see how that platform goes. But um, yeah, keeping it keeping it relatively relatively streamlined at the moment and limiting it to you know little bits here and there that I might go to you know ship my cards or you know PWCC. But um, that's really about it. En- ended up with maybe. I was, I was saying before, because it's all extended bidding and there's like, you know, 50 things going on at once. I ended up with quite a bit there. So um, just a lot of lower end stuff that was, um, you know, you got it at a good price because when you've got extended bidding for, you know, bloody 100 items at a time, you know what I mean? Like things sl- like slip through. So there were a couple of ones you, that I... Oh, Had man, you find uh, the PWCC ghost in the last two minutes it of the was, auction? It was yeah, it was crazy. It was right before the extended bidding and into the extended bidding. It just sort of went blank. And uh, I was working from home that day. So I was on like a, the vintage Discord 
and we're all messaging each other in it. We're like, shit, is it for you too? And you'd be like, yes. What about you? Yes, it's fucked. Like, and everyone's like messaging, messaging, messaging. Um, then it popped back up. But to, like, to be fair, um, whilst you'd rather it not go like balls up, they got it back in pretty quickly. Um, like there would have, like, I would have been stressing if I was selling anything. Um, I would have been majorly stressing out, but the fact they got it, they got it fixed within a couple of minutes. It took, it took ages at the start. Like I, I noticed on my phone, it just wasn't loading properly and it wasn't working for like days and days and days. Um, so I used my computer for most of it. Um, I actually one of the things I won was because um, I don't know if anyone like listening or if you guys were on it as well, but you can't type in what you want. There's like a little click and a down arrow and you got to select the bid number, if that makes sense, like a little drop down. And that's just like not user friendly at all. Um, so I put on a bid for like more than it was worth. So I ended up winning it, obviously. Um, but it was only like an extra 20 bucks or something for, a, you know, it was paying 40 bucks for a $20 card or something. So it's not the end of the world. Um, but yeah, like user friendly, I wouldn't exactly say that. It was a bit of a, um, yeah, it was definitely, the app was a mess. Um, so using it on desktop was, was fine. Um, but yeah, it was just, uh, it was, it was mayhem at the start. Like, I don't think extended bidding is great for lower to mid tier stuff. It's more should just be a high end type of thing because, you know, if you're doing it at Goldens and it's half an hour lots and you're only bidding on like top end stuff, like you've kind of got some leeway there and there's only one or two things to focus on when it's mid tier stuff and there's extended bidding for like a $10 item. It's just, it's mayhem. Um, but yeah, that's, that's really what I was doing. So I ended up with a couple of things there, which was, um, which was nice. Um, but nothing, nothing too crazy guys. What about you? Oh, just would one you... more question. So, so overall, would you, would you buy from PWCC again in the auction or? Yeah, I think it can only get better. Like I think, I think people forget or not people forget, I don't think people realize just like how difficult it would be. And this includes PWCC because oh, their sure. website fucked up. Uh, yeah. This includes, yeah, this includes the guys at PWCC because their website was a fucking disaster for a week. Um, but I think people forget like how difficult it must be to get a website, not only any website, but a an auction website that gets that much traffic and that has that many URLs, like individual URLs going through it. Um, and all gets trapped and because it's an auction it's getting traffic at the same time um, and it's extended bidding which means you have to be there at the end so it, it's getting everyone basically who's bidded at the same time um, yeah I think there's always going to be those teething problems with things at the start um, especially for the first one um, I guess we'll see if those problems are still there in three months six months then it's you know asking a little bit too much, but I think for the first time you sort of expect things like that to happen. Like I'm not the yeah. biggest PWCC fan, like at the best of times, but um, I think you just expect that sort of stuff to happen. And the fact that it did go down at the auction in the last couple of minutes and it was fixed within a couple of minutes, I think is, is pretty good. Like it would have been pretty disappointing if they'd have just like candid and said, we'll do it like postpone yeah, everything 24 true. hours. Like yeah. um, at the end of the day, it was fixed in a couple of minutes, which like I wouldn't be able to fix anything like that in a couple of minutes. So they did a pretty good job of that, I guess. Um, but yeah, I um, like that comment. Um, yeah. Open a new window for each item. 
definitely tried that and that well actually one thing i did like about them um you could bid on items on the auction page you didn't have to click through so like on the page that has all the auctions you could like click the down arrow and put your bid in so that was that was actually pretty good because you could do it that way and then um it was oh that modric rookie i reckon i was the underbidder on that too i reckon i i reckon i missed out on that one too i reckon that was one of my ones that i put a bid on and, and didn't get but um, I'd use them again just to sort of, I think they've got another auction starting today, tomorrow, um, like really relatively close, um, the, the next auction. So, um, or that could be the premier one, but, um, just talking about that Modric, the 2008 Euro sticker rookie, I've seen quite a few of those on different, like on eBay, I've seen a fair few as well. So there's a fair few of those on the move at the moment. They're not very expensive either for a Ballon d'Or winner. Mm. Um, they're quite quite affordable um what was the question what, what cards we're looking at at the moment yeah what are you looking at next um i don't know i've been pretty quiet in terms of what i've been looking for there was a, actually a sancho optic holder psa 9 today that was um had my interest for a little bit because it was very cheap um ended up going over what i wanted to pay for it so i sort of gave that a miss but i've got my ship my cards coming back tomorrow with a lot of a lot oh, of stuff sick. coming back yeah wax slabs um, whole lot of Euro Mosaic. Everyone knows how much I like Euro Mosaic, so that'll be good to get in. <laughs> um, yeah, I might open it on Instagram Live. We'll see how it goes tomorrow and see what I got on tomorrow night. But yeah, I'm, I'm definitely excited to get that. But in terms of buying, yeah, not really that much. Yeah, sort of been taking a little bit of a break to be honest until I get all this stuff back and you know maybe mm. move decide what I want to do if I want to move some of it or hold on to some of it a bit longer term. But yeah, we'll sort of we'll sort of see see how we go. Belgium vids. Uh, I'm more selling than buying at the moment. Yeah. Um, don't think there's too much going on to really buy players. Maybe it's not a time speculating for Champions League and then maybe a World Cup already, but I'm, I'm more selling than buying at the moment. And uh, uh, yeah. Aussie Vince. Oh, yeah. Well, oh. I've been I've been buying up a lot of lots, to be honest with you, because I think um, oh, yeah. you, you can find some gems in there. Really, really mm. find some gems. Um some some lots even in Australia. Like uh, I got two. Um, so do you have an example? What sort of lot? For example, Modern, there was an, an immaculate stickers. lot, immaculate um, lot of um, for for soccer, and there was yeah. um, Hudson Odoi uh, patch rookies match worn. Um, narrow it down to like two dollars a card for immaculate it's it's pretty crazy what what you can find out there i really think that in america there's a lot of opportunity for ship to ship my cards because um i I just don't think people know what they've got um they they really crack those um blasters and and look for you know the harlands the mbappes and they throw everything out in a lot um and you can find some gems i've got like Adeyemi numbered um, tops Merlin set for like a dollar fifty. If when you average it down, you can you can find some great great um, you know Camavingas, Mosaic Euros, you know um, Red Splash. I've got like you, you can you can really really find them on the um, on the discords and in, in you know just just on eBay if you scroll through and go on the US eBay site. So that's what I've been doing and, and finding some gems, really find yeah. some gems. But you've got to put the time in terms of like selling things. Yeah, of but, course. 
I reckon the same um, the same happens in Com C as well sometimes. Sorry, um, just because the people will like take out, like you said, take out the Harlands, take out all like the you know the ones they're chasing, and kind of just yeah. like send everything else into Com C, and you know, like you'll get those second and, and third tier players for for relatively good prices there as well. So, um, yeah, lots is lots is a good choice too. I like that. That um, Adiemi you just mentioned as well, it was interesting. I was watching one of um, Sunday League Investors, shout out to them, their vlog, their last vlog. I can't remember what show it was from. One in Las Vegas? Las Vegas show? Anyway, it was just interesting to see, like they spoke to a few different uh, soccer vendors there and the amount of people who were looking for Adiemi um, is, is interesting. Right. So, yeah, it might be, might be worth a, a flip there. Yeah, I mean, Adiemi, uh, I don't know what it is, he, he had a few standout performances, and I guess that that's kind of made him the, the next player to look at. Um, started, DDC started well this season in in the league, and then he's transferred over to the Champions League. He's had a few good performances there too. So I think that's one that people are really looking at. Mm. Eighteen years old, I think he's eighteen or nineteen. German, um, he's a striker as well. Very quick. And, and Sal- so Salzburg, you know, get all the. You know, if you come through Salzburg, it's pretty much a stamp of approval with a lot of, isn't it? Like, because they've obviously got such a track record of bringing in quality. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Speaking of quality, I, I see another uh, good transition here. I'm going to bring up um, your Instagram <laughs> oh, page. That's vid. <laughs> uh, so there's, there's, um, there's a loose segue. There's a loose one. <laughs> I'll take what I can get. So um, <laughs> basically, basically um, th- this is one I've been following um, quite a bit and, and I've seen so many people repost it. So um, I'm very keen to ask you about it and, and kind of um, want to know what the latest is on it because, um, yeah, it, it just really stirred up a lot in the hobby when, when you posted it about the um, BGS Cristiano Ronaldo slabs that, um, maybe not necessarily what they've seen. I'll let, you, I'll let you take it from the top. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's, it's definitely not all my um, like handiwork, so to speak. It was a big part of the like the vintage soccer Discord, and we were talking about all these Ronaldo's that kept popping up. We're like, man, for a car for a sticker that's you know you don't see very often. Um, there's a lot of them popping up, and they're all in decent grades. We're like this is just something they they look a little bit off. Something doesn't really pass the smell test here. And um, a few people were commenting of, you know, they've been offered some sort of through private message and, and whatnot. And um, I went into the pop reports. And um, the good thing about the BGS, um, their pop reports, is you can click through and it gives you like a running sheet of every single card um, and when it was graded. Um, so PSA just gives you like the list. Um, but this one here, you could like click through and it gives you like almost like a big table of like the serial number, what card it is, what grade it got all the way down from the first one. Um, and we were just basically, and I think it says in there, yeah. Um, basically they just, I think it like tripled or doubled or like I have to find the exact numbers, but it just, the pops just exploded in like a two month period. It went from like barely nothing to heaps of stuff. So I did some digging. And, and it was also like this, the first post that came out was really just because there was a bunch of, um, it was nothing more than a, a, a bunch of auctions were ending in like an hour. Um, and I was like, I'm just like, it would be weird to not, to know that this is definitely ringing some alarm bells and let people bid on that. Um, so we just like, 
I just like put something up there and kind of went to bed and woke up the next morning and it was just like it exploded. Um, I woke up to like a lot of like messages asking about the sticker. A lot of people, like I had like a couple of people like threatened to like sue me or something. Um, wow. It was just, it was, oh, it was busy. It was busy. A lot of, um, <laughs> a lot of nasty, a lot of nasty comments, a lot of good comments. Um, I think, I think a couple of people that like had them. Um, and I think it was a lot of people that had just invested into them and realized that they've kind of like maybe misspent some cash and were trying to um, throw around some loose like legal threats and, and well, stuff like that. Get, but, uh, get their money back off you. Yeah, I, was, I don't know what you want me to do about it. Yeah, I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want me to do about it. But um, but yeah, it, it's I found out that oh, you know was talking to a lot of people that were buying them and. When that first post came out, like more people were coming forward to me, showing me, um, you know, that they bought these and they bought these from this one person. And basically, like, we had narrowed down um, at least 60 to 70 of these, potentially more, all from the one original supplier that had all been graded in this, like, two-month time Um And this this one seller was the main main source of, of all of them. Um, so you had people that were obviously buying them um, and then reselling them, buying them, you know, raw. Some people were buying them raw for, you know, it's not like they were buying them for two or three bucks a pop knowing they were fake and then it's like grading them. They were buying them for pretty decent prices. Not not like what you would usually pay, like not what you'd think, but still like big money. Um, but it was also just, I think some people, you know, potentially had dollar signs and saw how much money they could make. Um, if they graded them and sold them and, you know, critical thinking kind of goes out the window sometimes when that's the case. And, um, like I had people messaging me saying like, do you think this one's fake? Um, I, you know, spent way more than I should have. I don't have, you know, the money to lose on this. Like, what do you think? And I'd be like, oh fuck, sorry, dude. Like that's like ringing alarm bells to me. Like, did you buy it from this person? They'd be like, yeah, I did. How did you know? I'd be like, oh man. Um, and like every single card that came through was if they didn't buy directly from this source, it was like someone who bought from the source. It was like, he was the, like the one like hub of all of these things, of all these, of all these stickers. And there was at least like 50 to 60, if not more, um, of a card that had a pop of, you know, 20 or something beforehand, like of nothing. So, um, we were contacting BGS. They were about as helpful as you would imagine. Um, like, <laughs> I think they're first. Um, and I had all of this info. So I had all of this doc. I had this massive document that I'd made up with all of the, I was like talking to people that had bought it. I was like on Zoom for hours with these people. Um, like getting all this info. They're sending me like screenshots of like conversations they've had, like the whole kit caboodle. And I... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I was going to send it to the guys at BGS and I sent one to, so I messaged Nat um, Turner and he basically is like, here's my Gmail, like send it to me right now um, and we'll have a talk about it. So we did that and there was one at Golden Auction. So I sent it to Ken and he, um, to be like in a couple, like he looked at it a couple of days later, they took one of the stickers down, which was submitted from the original seller and, um, BGS came out with this like pretty wishy-washy statement um, saying that they knew some people at um, 
at Panini and they had sources that everything was legit and so on and so forth, which is like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say it's like flat out bullshit, but like they had that thing about the Harlan stickers. Remember that when they came out and said like, <laughs> yeah, all, yeah, the, yeah, all, sure. of, all of these are fake. And we're like, well, no, they're not. Like they're just the ones that were printed second. They're a hundred percent legit. Um, <laughs> like it's it's a hundred percent like a case of like the left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing at Panini sometimes. Like Panini America wouldn't know what Panini in another country are doing sometimes. Well, that's what it seems anyway. Um, so yeah, we they release some pretty wishy washy stuff, um, and then they the the pop just stopped. So BGS kind of at the moment they've stopped um, they've stopped grading them the sticker completely, and they've actually removed a couple from the pop as well. I think they've removed I think it was like nine or ten in the past month. So I, I know a couple of them at least were some of the buyers that I was talking to, and they actually sent them back into um, they actually sent them back to BGS to have another look at them. So to be like, look, like give these a double check because we're actually trying to sue this guy that sold it to us because he's selling us like fakes. So we're going to try, our lawyers just want to work this whole thing out. So they sent the stickers back to BGS and then BGS took them out of the slabs, um, said, sorry, we can't grade these anymore. We're pretty <laughs> sure we're pretty sure they're legit, but we're going to cover our butt here basically and remove oh them from God. the pot and then just sent them the raw stickers back. Um so these guys are just like, fuck. Um, but yeah, man, it was it was crazy. It's still ongoing. I think it's going to be one of those things that just kind of BGS don't really want to say that like, and to be fair, it's like they don't need to publicly say that they've graded fakes. Like it would help if they did, but I don't think they, I don't think they will. Um, and I, if they're not caught, like they don't even have to do anything publicly, but at least... But that's the thing as well. Like you can't even chase them up because they've been sold and unsold and and so on and so forth. So hmm. um, it's it's pretty hard. They're like they're not in a particularly easy space, but it's just an absolute disaster. Um, so people have lost like good money. And you see those stickers now; they come out and they're just like a fraction of the price of what they were. Like if you had a legit one that you pulled from a pack, or if you were sitting on boxes or wax or something like that, you'd be like you'd be really like you'd be concerned for the next time for the, for the time being like potentially you know maybe down the track it turns into something where you know like for a while like the jordan rookies were were fake and everyone kind of knew they were there were some fake ones in the pop so it kind of adjusted the price a little bit but um yeah it was definitely a hectic a hectic couple of weeks okay a couple of months i should say and it was still it's still ongoing you still see them like i think there were some more of these stickers that were um in like they were for sale this week i think they were coming up for auction um yeah so people were and people were selling them um some people like were really good and once the once there was talk that they were potentially fake they kind of like they'd bought them or they'd either graded them or bought them graded and they took the sales down some people kept selling them because you know nothing had been proven. So a lot of people waiting for BGS to make the call and say, look, these are fake, um, which, you know, to be, to, whilst I don't agree with it, like to their credit, like, am I just going to take a listing of eBay down because some stranger on the internet told me the card might be fake, <laughs> even though the grading company says it's not like, yeah. um, that's on them. That's on BGS to fix. So, um, 
yeah, it, some people sold them and were selling for decent prices too. And so some people unknowingly buying and um, like it got a bit of traction, but I'm like definitely by no means like a, a big fish or anything like that. So I can only like not that many people saw it, um, just more than would usually see my stuff. Um, so yeah, it was a, it was, it was a hectic couple of weeks. And I think for what was probably like maybe the most iconic sticker of the hobby, like post 2000, like if not the most, like the second, like top two, um, yeah, it's scary. And it's also like pretty scary when you consider that how easily it was done, like, could it be done to other things? Like, I'm sure there's, I think it's more of a scary because you, they could be just the tip of the iceberg for all we know, but um, that's that's tinfoil hat talk a little bit. But um, yeah, man, crazy, 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 crazy couple of weeks. Well, and uh, it's kind of like, you know, not just a grading service being BGS, it's it's supposed to be an authentication service. Mm. So you, you, would, you would hope that when you send things over to them that, you know, you get some kind of response. And I know that Vincent's had the opposite happen to him. Isn't that right, mate? Where you've uh, you've been accused of, of cutting stickers. Is that right? And then got them sent back unslabbed? No, that was not me. What, what was that? You got them back without, um, without them being slabbed. What did they say to you? Was it BGS or another grading service? I've never had cards sent back to me without being slabbed. Really? You did? <laughs> Was it? Um, no, it was. They da- <laughs> were damaged. Damaged, damaged. Okay. I would. Um, but I'll, I'll oh, right. That. They came back damaged. Okay. Sorry. I, it must have been someone else I was thinking about. I know that there was definitely um, people that sent through the stickers that. Um, oh, yeah. I've seen that plenty of times that they mm. send in stickers that were graded before and then they got them back ungraded, saying that they, yeah. that they had no info on, on the stickers or cards. It's like they're literally in the system. Like, how <laughs> can you not know? how to grade them if they're literally in the system did they take um, your money before that or after that they they paid for it they had to pay for it because they graded it they graded oh it saying God. that they were not going to grade it <laughs> yeah uh That's so ridiculous. so they had to pay for it but they they wow. came back on slept yeah like it's 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 crazy isn't it like i think i think you expect them to make mistakes um because sure. like like it, mistakes happen but i think it's also like owning up to it and um, like trying to make them right. Like you can't expect them all yeah. to go at a hundred percent because like the amount of shit that they would get through their doors every day. Like, mm. you know, you've got everything from, a, you know, a Cristiano Ronaldo sticker that was released in Portugal, you know, 20 years ago. And then you've got a baseball card that was released a hundred years ago and a Pokemon mm. card that was released yesterday and everything in between. Um, it would be like, it would be an absolute nightmare. Um, but yeah, it's, like it's a tough it's a tough gig to would definitely be a business i would not want to be a part of like any any moment like not one part of me wants to do anything like that because it sounds like a disaster waiting to happen but um i think it's more like what you do after the um after the mistakes made and that's one thing psa does is they have their their money back guarantees and everything if something's you know proven to be a fake later on they they buy it back at um market value to get the to get the card off the market so and they they adjust their pops and they do all that sort of stuff but um you know it's it's tricky but and yeah i've definitely seen people like you were saying as well um daniel like people have sent in stuff like freshly pulled and got it back and said that it's adjusted and (laughs) um 
like what do you do there um like at the end of the day like you'd almost rather that than the other way around but you say that until it's yours that comes back <laughs> yeah, like... exactly, right. exactly. <laughs> yeah also i would rather have them make a mistake and then just say come out and say yeah we made a mistake we've got those and it's a mistake instead of like trying to work around it not really yeah. openly communicating mm. is it was it a mistake was it not a mistake blah 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 just just say yes we're human we made a mistake and this is what we're going to do about it instead of just trying to not take the blame and then not really communicating what's going to happen mm. it's like that's how you lose trust instead of increase trust and that's exactly, exactly. What, what they did and that's why people don't trust them or mm. trust them less it's well, just they, stupid they look outrageous if you're you know you, yeah. you basically go from saying we have people on the inside we're right and you're wrong yeah <laughs> and then a month later you're not grading them and you're removing them from the pot and you're not <laughs> saying yeah. why so, so like, yeah like they went from like one extreme to the other like pretty pretty quickly without without commenting i should i wish i'd have yeah. um I should have got the emails up that I, that I sent to them. They <laughs> back. That was su- the ones they sent me were super like, um, like underhand and like a little bit, um, like I don't know. They were very like arrogant emails they sent back to me. Um, like, and I just gave them this like whole document of basically like enough that you could basically pin this dude for mail fraud, including like all the way down to his like address and like photocopies of his driver's license and everything. Um, and they were like, well, we're pretty sure we know what we're doing. Um, we have people <laughs> on the inside, so we're, we've got it fine. Um, and I was like, oh, but you know, what do you do? But then again, you talk about the transparency thing. Like if you talk about HGA, for example, and how transparent they're being and stuff like that, they get clowned exactly. for it on the internet by, by people. I say it on Twitter all the time. People just clowning yeah. HGA, but it's like, at least they're admitting to what they've like, yeah, we made a exactly. mistake. We're new. We're Weird. learning. Yeah. So it's like exactly. it sort of goes both ways. It's like if you if you do say you made a mistake, you're clowned by the internet. Um, you don't mm. say you made a mistake, and you know people are getting <laughs> fake shit. So it's mm. which way you want to go? Yeah, I've noticed they've because I tried to find them in something, and I think they've like removed one of their. I think they've removed all their like grading, like Instagram accounts. Like I think because Beckett used to have a bunch of Instagram accounts, and now they just have like a Beckett Media one, I think, and that's it. Oh, really? So. Yeah, maybe they were getting planned on the internet too much. <laughs> well, they don't like to respond back very um very often. So no. talking about getting funny. getting flamed. That's a good segue there. Oh man, I love the segues. I couldn't wait I'm for you, Dan. It. I couldn't wait for you. I'm sorry, it was there. <laughs> you you saw the image at the bottom of the screen. Let's just bring that baby up. Uh, and we do have quite a few people watching at the moment. I know they've been waiting for this. Um, <laughs> which is the tier list that we did uh, last week um, of young players, the infamous tier list. Uh, Vincent um, straight away posted it to his IG and straight away got, got roasted a bit, a bit about it. Um, <laughs> I know DDC is ready for the, <laughs> he's ready for the, the chat about this. He's so. Yeah, so but look, I think a lot of the commentary that they came from it was a lot of um, people, you know, reacting immediately to it rather than um, watching the podcast that we did last yeah. week. And I think that that's probably a lot to do with it, particularly in relation to um, the the overhyped section, which unfortunately was at the bottom of it, which made it look like we rated that 
those players as you know that they suck or um, they're any less than the players that were above. I think that was a lot of the issue, even though it was called overhyped, which is what it is. But um, there were a few players that were called out, but one player in particular um, <laughs> got called like 90, out. Ninety-eight percent of the comments were about him. And just firstly, thank you yeah. everyone for leaving their comments, whether they were for or against or. Agreeing, yeah. disagreeing. We appreciate everyone yeah. tuning in. Yeah, and, and by by no mate by no means was this clickbait. This was literally ah. us, uh, you know, going our way through it and kind of giving our thoughts. Um, but as as we said, there was one player that that did kind of get a little bit of um, you know ruffled a few feathers, and um, he ended up having an absolute banger of a Champions League match just a day or two later, <laughs> and uh, and kind of was he proving you wrong. That player was uh, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> and he, he took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, TAA, and, and and I did have a look at at the video of um, Alexander Arnold, and, and as we were going through this, um, you said that um, overhyped, obviously, and we didn't really talk about it a lot further. So I think this is a good opportunity to do that. So um, I'll let you you take it and, and kind of your thoughts, and and whether you'll you'll change it now that you've uh, had a bit of backlash. Um, no, I would not change it. Um, <laughs> I mean, overhyped. Yeah, I, I think I, I messaged a couple of people about this. Like, they, there were some people asking questions about, like, why is I mean, overhyped. Um, and I never said that he was a bad player. I was just saying he's overhyped. Like, that doesn't mean he's he's bad or something. I think he sucks because he's. I mean, he he proved that two days after the <laughs> after after this post that he's. He's a great player, but he he's just not a good defender. And I'm I'm not sure if 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 that's a bad thing to say. Like he's great going forward, but his defensive ability or whatever is sometimes very questionable. He, he showed that against West Ham. Uh, I mean, I can I can dissect two clips for you, just proving that yeah, he scored that free kick, and yeah, he gave an assist. He didn't even know where he was putting that ball. But <laughs> when it comes down to defense, like he is is very questionable. Uh, and some people took that very, very seriously. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can take it. I'm, I'm still, I still stand by the same thing. Like he showed he can score goals, but when it comes to defense, like one was definitely his fault against West Ham. The other one we could argue. But if you're a defender, then you're supposed to defend as well, not only go forwards. Uh, he's lucky that he's in this Liverpool system that allows him to run forward a lot, and uh, that covers a lot of his of his. Um, defensive mistakes because you don't really look at the defensive mistakes when you see our oh, Trent scored and gave an assist yeah they lost yeah. but but if you then see to what he did on the pitch defensive wise then yeah maybe he could have prevented one which then was 2-2 maybe couldn't prevent two which then was 2-1 so that's a whole different story um but I never said he was bad obviously he's a professional football player who am I to say <laughs> like he he sucks I would only say that about one person um but uh yeah, it's like some people really took it like literally too hard. Yeah, um, I, I think that would be because it's at the bottom of the tiers. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. I think that that was maybe our fault putting it way down. But that's why we said it is he like we first wanted to go with bad or sucks, and then we changed yeah. it to overhyped, and then maybe we, we should put, put it on the top in or in the yeah. middle or whatever. Um, but as I said, like we never said they were bad. We just said they were overhyped, which still says or could mean that they're good. So, um, 
Positives. <laughs> in the chat. But uh, yeah, I mean, looking like Dan said it as well. Looking back, I, I posted it, and two seconds. Um, yeah, I mean, two seconds after I posted, I was like, maybe we, sh maybe I was too harsh on some players, or maybe I put them wrong. Uh, but then again, yeah, I mean, we made it live, and we 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 talked about it. So I was like, yeah, I mean. At the time of recording, I was fine with it. Afterwards, I was like, maybe, we, maybe I was a bit like putting uh, De Jong in decent. He's more than decent. Mm. Um, so uh, yeah, maybe afterwards. What, what do you guys consider? Because um, I, I didn't watch last week. What do you guys consider world class? Do you have like a list? Like, do you have like a, a, a tipping point where someone's like, what makes a player world class? Like, I, I would say like top five in their position, but like that's maybe I have my bar too high for that. Yeah, we didn't really have like, like I, I know we did one Vince back back here a while, mm. and we when we had like international success, domestic success, and all yep. of that. So, but for this one, we didn't really had had anything um, prepared like like richly points to check every player. Um, because yep. with I mean, you could you could argue with that Greenwood isn't world class. Uh, but I just that, yeah. Uh, yeah, I just looked at his stats, his age, what he does for the team when he's on the pitch, and I think already having. Uh, seven goals more than his XG is is incredible at his age. You could say that he's very good or has a lot of potential. I, I would agree with that. Um, but yeah, but we just we just went through the list live and yeah, yeah. for sure. No, it's, it's just interesting to yeah. sort of see where. And the thing is, when you use words like overhyped as well, like you could. We were saying this sort of off air as well. Like you could almost say that every player on this list is overhyped to a degree. Yeah, sure. Um, and the like, same with, with potential. We didn't say that potential was bad. We just because for some players, we said they have potential to be top of world class, but it's still only potential at this point. You know, it's the mm. same. You're gonna probably say that about Vinicius. I know you're you're a, more of a fan of Vinicius Junior than I am. Um, so you would probably put him somewhere very good or world class. I said he has potential to to become that, but he's 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 not yet there. Like same with Jude Bellingham. Like he's a good player, but we have mm. not seen enough of him to put him. World class are very good. Like he played sixty-three games in in the in the first division. So mm. how how can you say that he's like all of that? Um, so yeah. yeah, there was a bit of big back of forward. There was no really a standard where we went from or whatever. We just went along uh, as we we just put them in classes when mm. we uh, when we came to them. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Got any questions, uh, Vince? Any, anyone you want? No, to justify? I, no, not not <laughs> particularly. Like it's more just as you. As you look at the list, it's it's obviously like the generational talents are, you know, they're the ones that I would consider like definitely world class, like probably top five in their position um, yeah. on the planet. If anyone else fits in that position, that boat there, probably not. Um, Hakimi, maybe, um, but it's probably funny, not. People were saying uh, Alexander Arnold's better than Hakimi in the comments. Um, I would, I like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't laugh that out of the room by any stretch. Mm. Like I, it's 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 also like you were talking before, Vincent. Like these players are in positions that either really help them or really hurt them. Um, it's hard to judge players, you know, in different teams because they're playing a role in their team. Yeah, um, yeah. different you know, systems, different style, different. People yeah. like talked a lot of shit about Trent last year and saying how bad of a year he had, um, but his role completely changed when they were playing. Like we could have been their back four last year. <laughs> um, they had no one. They had no one left. Like, like they had absolutely no one. So he his role basically like his his role really changed. Um, now, you know, 
you look at other players on that list and, you know, decent, the guys in there are all obviously like really good young players. And we look at world-class, we look at potential, but these are all young players. So just by the yeah. sheer fact that they're young players, they haven't proven it over a long time um, because they're yeah. young. Um, but yeah, I you know, it's like you said, when you do these things live, like you get off it and you're like, oh, you know, I probably could have said that differently or maybe like explain myself a bit better there. But I think it all encourages discussion, which is which is healthy. If the discussion there's... was great, to be honest. I, I love yeah. reading through it. To be whether you like I said before, whether you're against us or you know with us, it's, I don't really care. I just like reading the discussion, having those interactions with people. Mm. If there's if there's one guy you would change, who would you change? Um, or two, we're gonna, or three. we're gonna do it ourselves soon in a second. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely wouldn't have Greenwood as world class yet. He could be. He could be definitely. Yeah. I wouldn't have him there yet. Okay. Um, like if his best his best position is striker and he doesn't even start as a striker for his own team, so how can it be world class? Um, and also, I know it's next to Ronaldo, yeah. but um, for me, he's definitely got potential to be there. But you know, being above his XG for six games doesn't really make him a world class player. Seven um, goals. Yeah, in like eight games or whatever it is. Like how many games? Like it's for, oh no, like it's for a, me, that, no if a career career stat. Okay. For me, like he's got to do it for a long time to be world class. Like you've got to be. This is one of the top five players in the world in their position. For me, that's my that's my like that's, that's my bar of top class. That's yeah. how I classify top class. Okay. Um, like, say, chuck a positive comment as well because this is like it's it's true. It's as I think you put a good comment about it as well, Dan. At the end of the day, it's all mm. um, it's all subjective to 100%. what you think. Like I saw a comment in there saying that we overweighted Flair and that's like when I look back at my picks, I was like, yeah, shit, like, you know what, that actually might be right, but that's the way I view the game and what I, mm. um, yeah, a part of the game that probably I, maybe I value more than other people do. Um, so yeah, you know, like you said, everyone's is going to be different, but yeah, yeah. So it's good I to think- just have the discussion. Yeah, I reckon that's like the best part about doing these type of things, um, mm. like these tier lists and things that get a lot of opinions about a lot of different players and get conversations going and people giving different opinions. And at the end of the yeah. day, no one's right. No one's wrong. Um, yeah. There's a, there's more of a chance we're all wrong than any of us are right. So um, like, it's just what the they way, say. Opinions the are like um, pits. Everyone's got one. And they all stink. Yeah. All stink. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and and while we're we're just going to ruffle a few more feathers now because we're going to have a little bit yeah. of a different take on it. Um, now, this um, okay. this so segment really brought to you by Canva. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> it makes an appearance in every show. Let's um, uh, let's first uh, announce our new sponsor of today. So uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately not. No. I thought we get paid to do some of this shit at 11 o'clock on a Monday night, but anyway, it's all good. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the thought process behind this one is, um, okay, so if we can't really judge talent um, based on what their situation is now, what is their scope, what is their ceiling going forward, um, how does that kind of relate to cards? Um, do we think that that player is going to be a starter in a, a really top team, which would put them you know, very, very high up here? and be a key player, so they'll put them in the top corner? Or do we think that they're just going to pay out, be a rotation bench player um, in a very poor side, which would put them all the way down here, and we can kind of go up and about. So I've got a whole lot of players here that we can um, adjust. Trent, Trent in there? Trent, <laughs> Trent, 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 Trent
Our favorite player um, of okay. Card Collective is here as well, Pepe. We've got Declan Rice, <laughs> Ticketola as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll cycle through. So we'll start off with, with something easy. What, what do we think? And how about let's uh, let's make this a collective because last time we were having one person <laughs> yeah, at yeah. a time. But yeah. let's make this a collective, okay? Um, so let's start off start. with – let's go, let's go with Killian. Um, where would we put him in five years' time? What is his scope? And, and maybe talk about his cards as well. Are we going for club or country? That's doesn't club. matter. Let's let's go for club. club? Let's okay. go for club. Yeah. Um, Obviously, like put him pretty close to the top, to the top right. right. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's twenty two right now, so that would mean twenty seven, and most people consider twenty five, thirty ish prime. So you would you would hope that he's uh, going to be a, a key player and a starter for probably Real Madrid's going to be yeah. his next his next uh, stop. So. And the thing is, once you once you once you're a starter there, and for that big money, like it's pretty hard to get that next move. But like, who's buying players yeah. at 27 for Real Madrid unless if they completely fall off a cliff? Yeah. yeah. So it's hard I'm to hard to see him not be a key player anywhere. Yeah. Let's go with a controversial one with our second pick. It's uh, Vinicius Junior. Um, he's playing for a very very top side. Do you think in five years he'll be able to maintain that? And he's banging in goals as well. I think he's going to be a starter. Um, okay, so um, I don't I don't know if he's going to be a key player for Real Madrid though. That's the only thing. Because think about the names they're linked to at the moment. They're linked to Mbappe. They're linked to Haaland. They've got Kamavinga's come in to play in the midfield as well. Um, I don't know if he's going to be a key player when you're surrounded by those big talents. Sort of like at City when we when we say about City and we talk about Jack Grealish, how he's you know at last season he was you know, the best player on his team and it was very important. But he's gone to City and there's all these other quality players around him where he's, uh, maybe his talent as much isn't maybe in the spotlight compared to the other, because it's stolen by other players or, or shared around. Um, I feel like that's going to be the case with Vinicius. That's my opinion. Yeah, I think I think he'll he'll start obviously depending on who who comes in because as mentioned if it was just talks about Mbappe, Haaland, who's maybe next because if you attract those kind of guys you can it's maybe easier to attract other very talented players to come to Real Madrid as well. Um and he's he's in that in that winger position. Um so I would say he he could be a starter but I don't think he's going to be a key player. Yeah, I think Happy we're we're off putting yeah, I'd I'd go with that. It's it's a type of thing where wingers wingers tend to sort of skew a little bit younger these days as well, especially at that top mm. level when they've got that bit of pace and they can do damage out wide. So um while he's performing well now, like it's it's kind of the poison chalice of already being at the big club so young. Um when you're doing something yeah. like this, because you know, if you've got someone who's at a lesser club, you've got to oh shit, are they gonna make that move like up yeah. and, and be able to prove yeah. it at that level? But yeah. here you just waiting to get replaced as well so um <laughs> at a club like at madrid you are like it's just the way it yeah is. um but yeah I, I don't disagree with that mr erling harland leave him there rotational bench there so we're going to put yeah. him on the right hand side of mbappe or on the left hand side Right, I would say. Right, yeah, right. Okay. But God, that's going to be... If they both go to Madrid, that's going to be scary. 
Yeah. That's going to be really scary. It'll be kind of like when you play FIFA or Football Manager and you buy the good players <laughs> and then yeah. just, the game just gets boring. And you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, shit. Oh, this, this, yeah. this isn't fun anymore. Well, that's, that's what PSG tried to do. And what, look what happened to them. Well, yeah, that's true. True. Right. You also need it's players around them to provide them with the ball, like yeah. an assist, assist yeah. them with type of guy. So, oh, Foden. Joe Foden. In five years' time. Hmm. It's not one of those, like, he's playing at City now. Who? Where can he really go? Um, yeah. So, I would say. Uh, he's already in the top right. Yeah. Like now. Yeah. Yeah, he's a cute. Well, he played. Let's see. He played fifty-five percent of the of the minutes, fifty-six-ish. So he's not like playing full games. That that city yeah. squad is rotated so much. As yeah, well, I was going to say. Yeah, hard and to, it's they, yeah, they rotate yeah. pretty pretty heavily. Yeah, I think I read a stat. It was Bernardo and Ruben Diaz last season were the two most played players. I yeah, mean. yeah. But that's the thing. If you it's have a big squad like that and you can rotate a lot, then but you cannot say he's not a key player because he plays in that falls nine sometimes and i think yeah. that's that's key for them um so I, I, and even, even when he yeah. shifts out wide too he's, he's does a really good job there too i think he's he's good there he's not gonna really good he's not gonna yeah. not maybe gonna start every game or finish 90 minutes but i do think he's gonna be i think that's more in situation though i don't, I don't that's, pretty that's key-ish so still a key player but uh maybe not necessarily yeah leave him there I reckon that's good. Yeah, five, that's in good. five years, he's twenty six. So, yeah, it depends on how you if you think. It depends on what you think of City, I guess. In five years, on how good, yeah. how big of a club they are. Yeah. Because um, yeah, like they do have money. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get uh, Federico Chiesa, and I love doing this as well. As you guys are talking, I'm moving him around, and it's it's a great job being the. Uh, the dictator, you guys. What do you think <laughs> do you of reckon, Chiesa? What do you reckon, Dan? You go first. Um, I think so very. This is one you're passionate about. Yeah, it's, it definitely is. Um, he's he's probably similar to Foden in in a lot of respects. Um, I'd, I'd definitely put him as a, a key player if we're talking Juventus. Um, he's pretty much their only attacking threat at the moment. So um, mm. and. He creates so much. He um, he fights for every ball, and and yeah, I just, I just would love to see him a big, big part of um, of Juventus side long term, and and I think that that will be a good spot for him. I maybe think that he could be slightly, I don't know, slightly more solidified in that starter position than Foden, because I think um, I think he's so valuable to to that team. But because of, because of that team, and probably yeah. for a worst, I mean, yeah, there's, there's no I'd doubt about it. At the moment, Juventus is a is a, uh, is a mid tier team. But yeah, you, you drop him in Man City, I don't think he's he's starting in in no. all of those games either. So, um, yeah, look, I'd probably I'd probably put him there. So, what are your thoughts? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. That's just just me. I don't think he's going to be that much of a key player in five years for mm. wherever he goes. I think he, he will be a, a starter. He will he will play a lot of games, but I don't I don't think he's gonna be that of a key player. So I could be totally him, wrong though. Shift him more to the left, you say? A little yeah, maybe a little bit. A little bit more in the, to the top and to the left, maybe. Would, um, would he be he'd be close to thirty in five years, wouldn't he? He's like is he twenty four, twenty five? He's twenty four now, yeah. 
I don't think I don't think he's gonna be I don't think he's gonna become a bench player. Um nah. but I I don't I cannot see him be a key player to any team. That that's just me. Yeah. It's also the thing, isn't it? Like a lot of these players, when they get to, you know, 26, 27, they get the choice if they're gonna be a key <laughs> player at a worse club or yeah. if they're gonna be a yeah. you know a ro- more of a rotational player, player in a very good at a team. Big club. Yeah. 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 No, not right. Yeah, it's still um, harsh. Maybe probably not as top right. Maybe they are yeah. some uh, somewhere yeah, yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. Oh, All yeah, right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I want to see someone below this line uh, very soon. Let's get it'll, yeah, uh, it'll come. It'll come. Ferran Torres. How about Ferran Torres? Another uh, Man City player. He's very good. I, I think. I, like... I think he should be. He should stay there. <laughs> yeah, right gonna, if, if he stays at if he stays at City, he's gonna there, be exactly that spot. <laughs> are the so at, is the bottom of bench like the bottom of the screen? Is that like a big club or is that a small like bench for a big club there? Or is that bench for a this, smaller club? This would be bench for a big club up the top. Okay. Um then yeah, I I don't hate that. I can't see him ever being a key player for City. Um, if he moves looking, or not, it's another thing. He's looking okay when he plays, but he just doesn't offer enough yet. Um, and also, like he probably looks his best. He's looked his best for City so far as as that false nine, or is that you know he almost plays as a nine when he's there. But yeah. um, if City are going to play with a nine, they're probably going to try and replace him with someone. Um, yeah, you know. So that was my thoughts exactly on that. He's already a rotational player, so and yeah. he's a contract until twenty twenty five. So uh, they they want to bring someone in uh, a Kane ish, so that leaves him again out of the question. Mm. So he, he, he can be, he can be an impact sub or something, but I don't mm. see him become a key player. And, or, and he's one of the or, ones. Sorry, he's one of the ones that could, like we were saying before, like he could make that call and decide he wants to be the key guy somewhere else. Yeah, and he could easily be a starter for you know. Maybe Valencia or something. Yeah, yeah. Like he'd start for a, he'd be a key player for a, you know quite a few Premier League sides. If not instantly, he'd be one that they'd want to build around. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't hate that there. Eduardo Camavinga. It's <laughs> probably one of the it's, hardest ones because he's so yeah, young. Because he's so young. Yeah. yeah. In five years' time, he is twenty. Let's see, five twenty-three. Jesus Christ! Um, <laughs> so, 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 so <laughs> He's eighteen. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's five wow. years in the Madrid system. He's playing with Modric. He just turned eighteen, for the record. He is uh, birthday is in November, so I feel like he's either in the top right or he's at like somewhere fucking way off. Oh, damn. <laughs> it either works. I'm so it stupid. Either... His birthday is in two days. I'm sorry. We're only the 8th of November. His, his birthday is in two days. So that that means he will become like 24, 23, 24. I think he's going to be a starter in that Madrid team. Do I think he's going to be a key player? Probably probably not. Yeah. Um, well, well, then, like, again, yeah. then again, who knows? I'd, I'd put him probably about there, to be honest. There? That, that's my opinion. What do you guys reckon? It's a hard one, though. Yeah, well, what do, what do we mean by key player? Just like you know, a locked in starter, like one of the most important guys. One of the most important on the starting eleven. Yeah. Mm. So this way, you might make the starting eleven, which is obviously why he's on this side. Um, I think he'll be he'll be but... in the starting eleven, but I feel like players like 
Mbappe and Haaland will be more influential to the team and, and maybe results more than what Camavinga would be. Yeah, obviously, because he's not that attacking player. I mean, yeah, sure. but it's, it's, also I mean, like even of, it's also the type of thing where, you know, are we going to have, you know, so much attacking talent up there that you need, you know, those people in the middle yeah. um, are way more important now. Um, yeah. Like think yeah, of think of how important a good box to box or you know a good you know defensive midfielder would be at PSG right now, yeah, um, or like another Imagine one a, I should say. A Kante at PSG, yeah. Double I'm gonna, I'm gonna, difficult. I'm gonna leave him there. Yeah, my finger. Oh well, special. Okay. I, 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 I would I say I'm happy it, with that. I would put him a little bit more on the right, but that's just me. You guys happy to put him a little bit more this way? Yeah, I think he's, you know, he plays a position that's a key position on the field as well. Mm. Um, and he's very like, good already. So. Yeah. To be honest, I, I really like him. I was being conservative. If he's a starting, like if he's a starting central midfielder for Real Madrid, like it's pretty hard to be a starting central midfielder and not be a key player on a team. Yeah. Yeah, um, especially where he plays. Yeah. Yeah. But. Yeah, I like it. Jude Bellingham, I think that's going to be another difficult one. Oh, this is tough. Let's see. Bellingham. Currently 18 as well. Um, so he will be 23. I think strong, he will be a start. Wings, I think he will. Liverpool and United as well. I think he will be more of a starter, but not a key player. Or I can be totally wrong and he's going to be a rotational one. But it's very hard with this eight. I mean, he's 18. Um, to be honest, I'd I'd put him where Vinicius is. Whoa! And I'd move Vinicius wow. up, just just there. So like there? I'd move Vinicius like up to where Chiesa is, and and move Bellingham. So like, you think he's becoming like, more of a rotational player? Very on the line. Very on the line. Um, yeah, but it also it depends on circumstances. Like where if if he goes to Liverpool, do you see him breaking into that midfield anytime soon? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Sorry, <I'm> just... <laughs> go on. I, mean, I, yeah. go on. I definitely that. well, he would start at United. Oh no, no I'm not saying United. I'm saying Liverpool. Yeah, I know. You but know, like, he walks. You know, they, they're not walks getting any younger. United. They're not yeah. getting any younger. Um, five years is quite a True, while. Five years as well. Yeah. Maybe he goes is up it... other side of the line. Then. What was he linked to? Uh, Liverpool. Or Liverpool United. He was, yeah. yeah. Oh, Liverpool, Liverpool. United. Um. Damn, that's that's one of those. Is is he gonna be a, a starter in a very good team, or is he gonna be more of a rotational player in a, in a good team? DDC mm. says Henderson needs uh, has to retire soon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think I think there's obviously like more of a chance that he ends up there than anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like just because, yeah. you know, you 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 only can have X amount of players, like a pretty finite amount of players that are absolute key players on the absolute mm. best teams. Yeah, mm. there's probably only you know, maybe not even 10 of them at the moment. You know what I mean? When you really get down to the swing of things. And would you um, put Bellingham in that 10 then? No. Mm-hmm. It's tricky because he's obviously shown one. a lot of promise. But, yeah. But um, a lot of these Cam- Bundesliga Cam- players. Yeah, him and Cameron Cam- are the artists too, I reckon. A lot of Dortmund is just sort of set up for players to succeed and, and do well. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm happy to sort of hedge the bets and go there. 
Yeah. So okay. if you put him there, where would you put Pedri? Key starter, no? I mean, yeah. Any look, situation, yeah. Look, look, look how he plays, man. He's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. I would you, put him somewhere. There, yeah. Yeah. You and you would assume Barca are, you know, in five years' time, they're gonna be in a better position. They can't be in a worse position now. <laughs> it can always be worse. <laughs> Looking at Barca, they had to get rid of Messi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with him there. Jaden Sancho, uh, a bit, bit to the left. Oh, man, left, left. Your boy, left. <laughs> <laughs> as long as he stays, I'm gonna be off. You. I'm gonna be off the screen in a second. <laughs> as long as he stays at menu and Ole Gunnar Solskjaer is staying, then he, he yeah. will be there. Yeah, that's the thing. If um, it's pretty, it's it's always pretty funny because it's it's pretty hard to think both that you know Solskjaer is useless and Sancho's useless. There's, there's a fair chance where like <laughs> one, one of the two, <laughs> yeah, one of the other, one, <laughs> one yeah, has to give. <laughs> yeah, like there's a there's probably a better chance that if Solskjaer is useless. Then yeah. he's not using Sancho or the other players properly, so he's not in a position to succeed. Um, but in five years, I, I I would assume that Ola is out of menu, right? <laughs> oh my god, five hours, next five weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I also I also don't see <laughs> Sancho stay there. To be honest, it depends. I think if Ola, Ola goes and he gets a bit more time and. Mm. A new philosophy comes into the club. Uh, I the see next, him yeah. Then I see him succeeding. The next um, manager really, like the next manager, make or break for him. I think. Yeah, definitely. If um, he can outlast everyone else on the bench, like Lingard, like a uh, Donny, if they all end up leaving somewhere somehow, then and he stays and he gets a new coach, then he has a chance to play. Otherwise, if if they all stay, like Lingard, Donny, uh, I mean. There's only so many places on the pitch. Like, if you have Ronaldo, you're not gonna take him off. If you have uh, all the like, he's, he's apparently in love with Fred McTominay. Like, all these yeah. players have positions. So there's only like one really up for debate, and that's the Greenwood one, depending on how he really wants to play. Because uh, you still have Rashford, and he he would rather play Rashford than than Sancho. So I'm <sighs> depends on the coach, I would say. Yeah, it's it's tricky because. And obviously, the Ronaldo signing kind of threw a massive spanner in the works because yeah. it wasn't yeah. it wasn't on the cards until yeah. you know it looked like he was going to go somewhere else. So now they've had to try and fit Ronaldo into a place that, where there wasn't really a spot for him, yeah. and it's kind of changed everything. Um, so it's it's really hard to it's really hard to judge. You've almost got to think about him before the United move and where you would have put him. Ronaldo way. is not going to play for another five years at Menu. I mean, no, no, not at all. But I'm like, it's it's hard to let the, these, you know, this the start of this season like impact your view on Central. other players around him. Yeah. Um, I mean, at so Dortmund, he was is, he obviously was so... a starter and a key player. But I, I, yeah. I would, I would, I mean, I always, I always said it, and I always thought that as soon as he left Dortmund, that he was not going to be that influential to a team. Um, that's what you're so, saying by putting him here because that's he's not in a key play, player category even though he comes off the bench. It's going to be yeah. important to a side. You're saying he's not going to be that influential. That's where you put him. Five years. He's 26 then. Yeah, maybe. I'm okay with 
him putting him there, but uh, I'm, I'm just one guy here. Who's Yala? I'm sorry, go for a look. I'd put him to the right, but I, I think I've been outvoted, so I'll keep him there. It's all good. You mean the right of the line? You happy with that? Right, happy right with now, that? Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Luke, but I'm happy. Like anywhere here around here is just kind of the same sort of thing, isn't it? Like it's yeah. much of a muchness yeah. if it's this line. Yeah, or put him there. Put him there. It's good. Cool. Right. Was Yala? <laughs> That's another <laughs> hard. <laughs> if he stays at if he stays at Bayern, eighteen. Yeah. So he's twenty three. Five years. He's a freak. Yeah, he's very good. He's he's ready. I would personally put him there. Yeah. Yeah. Happy with that? So that he means he's not going to be an always starter, but he's going to be key. Oh, oh, that's pretty close to that. Yeah. He could almost be like, yeah. you know, one of those guys that's there for so long. You know, kind of in a way with Muller. Like, <laughs> I was like, just about been, to say there, it. He'd yeah. been there for 10 years and you're like, Jesus Christ, look at that career that he's had. It's like, look at all the goals he scored and look at all he's won. And he's like, <laughs> holy Moses. Because like, basically he's the follow-up guy for Miller. Like yeah, uh, exactly. in camp camp position, so he he will yeah. replace Miller. Well, that's the plan. All right, let's change it up a little bit. Let's get uh, your boy Vincent. I'll let you pronounce his name because I keep on <laughs> stuffing it up. Shadow of the Catalada. <laughs> Where would you put him? Now, now he's a starter and a key player for Club Brugge. But then that's, again, going back to what we've said like five times now. If he makes that move up, is he going to be a one, a starter, and two, a key player. I would say the, the way he plays, he has a very unique style of play. Um, but is he going to be a starter in a very good team? I mean, not many Belgians go abroad and, I mean, look at Doku. Uh, I can only name two at the moment, and that's, yeah, Hazard, is, is, he's always injured, but there's not many very not many Belgian players that leave Belgium very young and become something great, you know? Um, he has that potential to become something very special, but uh, it's hard to see him anywhere else besides Club Brugge at the moment. Because um, mm. look at Doku. I mean, uh, look at look at uh, Trossard. Look at uh, mm. look at Bakio. There's so many. Um, I think Doku's more due to injury this season, though, isn't he? He's only had the three appearances. I was actually looking just before. Is mm. it due to oh, really? I believe so. That was the last one out of it. I also think like we we talk about all these guys of how good they're going to be, and next thing you know, you you pigeonhole like fifteen blokes yeah. into being top five players. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, that, that's just not gonna that's not gonna happen. Um, but I think I agree because his play style is so unique that if he's yeah. not in the right situation, it could just be um, just not great, or it could be somewhere where he is like that. You know. Um, like the curveball or the knuckleball pitcher in like baseball where he just comes in. and I don't know if I call that baseball. I don't know why I said that. Um, <laughs> he's like, like, that's so wrong. He's like, the, he's the change of pace. He's like, he's bringing on the spinner. Um, yeah, and, and you, you hear all these coaches and teams like in the analysis, like between the lines and, and this, and it becomes more sophisticated and all of that mm -hmm. stuff. And he's he's one of these players that really play like that. So yeah, the more advanced it gets, the more he will shine because... The, he, the way he plays gets mentioned a lot more. Um, but is he going to be that guy in that good team? Questionable. If it works, he's going to be a beast. He's going to be very special, yeah. Yeah, if, a, if he gets in the right spot. Um, yeah. 
I'd love to see him at like a city system or something like that. Like he's not there oh. yet. Like he's not he's not good enough to like to be getting no. proper starting minutes. But yeah, if he could get in a system like that, I think that'd really yeah, um, especially like with guys to... like Realish and stuff like that. Exactly, and you got like Pep to work with him. I think he'd be insane. Yeah, um, but yeah, so much. So much has to go right. Dep- yeah, yeah, so much has to go right for these guys. So much depends, especially when they're unique yeah. and. Um, like a lot of these guys that we've got sort of in the top towards the top, like they're so individually, um, you know, like things like, like pace and strength and like these simple things that you can kind of find a way for it to fit into most teams. Um, but yeah, I, I, he's, he's a tricky one, but I, I like where you've got him. It's a, it's a very difficult one to, to do here because I've put Vinicius up here because, um, Real Madrid's, obviously a top side, but, yeah, you know, whether he's a top player, so that's why I've chucked it there. Mm. You know, you could probably do some similar things over here, but let's let's just try to meander through as best we can. Um, Doku, what, what are we thinking? I think he's going to be exactly where he is in the next five years. I don't see. <laughs> you reckon? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's good. He has a lot of potential, but in five years, is he all of a sudden going to play for, I don't know, uh, even a Premier League team. I don't know. So the rumors are to Liverpool this summer. I mean, Liverpool everyone is going to Liverpool. Going to Liverpool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And Liverpool aren't spending money. Like, I think that's been <laughs> overlooked a little bit. They're not spending much. Um, and he's a right winger. So is he, is he going to replace uh, Salah or something? I and, don't know. No, and, wi- no. and wingers are always the position where the young guys come through because they like they got that speed. They've got that just like raw yeah. pace, can break a game open. That's where like a lot of the younger guys come up. So, um, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if he's not at a at a top 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 club no. or any like if he's at a, you know, I wouldn't be too surprised to see him at like a mid table like Premier League side or something like that. Because even at League A right now, he's not even a starter or always starting. So hmm. he's, he's he's definitely not playing ninety minutes every single game. And no. I mean, last season. Um, he was he was selected and he was in the in the starting eleven for twenty six games. But this season is is yeah he was injured and he's not even uh, completing games. So it also depends of from coach and stuff like that. I can see him uh, become more of a starter, but in a mediocre team. I don't think he's gonna be that key player always starting in a very good team. Just about that. Might be leaving there. Happy to leave him there. Cool. Um, We'll speed through a little bit quicker because it's approaching midnight um, here in in Melbourne. Now, um, what do we think of Barella? Where would we we put him? Starter key. Yeah. For for me. And uh, what type of team? I think he stays in the serial. So I would put him there if that was me. What are your thoughts? I'm happy to leave him there. I, I think yeah. he stays in the Serie A. And yeah, he's a key player and a starter for, for his team, which I believe will be into as well. I don't see him going anywhere else in the league. He just signed a new contract. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. To 26? 26? Yeah. Five years? Yeah. Yeah. 2026, yeah. five years. I, w- yeah. I would love to see him at Bayern Munich. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think I think as a central midfielder, the, how he how he works, and I think he would be a well, he's a beast. But uh, I would I would love to see him in a better team than Inter. 
Speaking of beasts and teams <laughs> that need to be improved. Um, Vlaovic, no? Vlaovic, who's at uh, Fiorentina at the moment, being linked to Arsenal. That's probably the, the strongest link. <laughs> Right now, oh, shit. Um, which I'm a bit worried about. I, I, yeah, damn. I, I said I've got to sell all my Vlaovic cards because I um, that that could be the biggest curse of all time. But what are our what are our thoughts? It's always hard with these centre forwards. They either yeah. score a ton of goals or they're just out. That's 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 the curse of the uh, centre forward, right? Yeah, and so much relies on the guys behind you too. Yeah. Um, if you're not getting the service, he's obviously like, and center forwards as well, especially now that a lot of teams just play with, and if it's still in five years, playing with really just one striker, um, you know, a lot of good strikers are, are not starters. Um, About there? So I don't know where to put him. It's a hard one because you, you just don't know. He will get your goals, but he will he start? Yeah. Mm. His mm. next move is a huge. It's about everyone, but because I, yeah. I Tottenham was the talk. Was that during the off season? Like if the the Kane money was coming through, I heard Tottenham. Was if it a, was, yeah, yeah. Um, which if that had turned out with Conte there as well, like that could have been cool. But because mm. um, he he uh, refused to sign his new contract, right? Mm. Yeah, I think so. So is he a free agent at the end of this season, or is it? Yeah, no. but they're even they're even talking about. Oh, he's not a free agent at the end of this season. No. Um, but they they are talking okay. about um, trying to get rid of him in January, which is strange. You don't well, think about it. You usually, get more money in January. Yeah, this it depends. Of I. Hmm. True. And there wasn't that many. Yeah, I don't know. You were saying the fans one. are starting to turn against him, right? They yeah. are, yeah, yeah. But so, he did bag, he did bag a hat trick just. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. going to shut him up a little bit. <laughs> maybe, maybe for the time being. But oh, Chuck, Chuck Pepe oh, on. Right. If, we're, if we're wrapping it up, we need Chuck Pepe on there somewhere. Yeah, and Trent. Right, we still have, we still have Trent. Who, 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 let's who pick some guys? some key players here. Gerena, Gerena on there. Oh, weird right. as well. We've got to go through all these, unfortunately. Should we go quick quick fire? Yeah, we'll we'll zoom through. Do a few quick fire ones. Quick fire, Pepe, what are your thoughts? Uh, Near Doku. Near Doku? No, no. You've got to put him below Doku because, I mean, the guy's not starting in the top two league. Yeah. I mean, he he does play for his MLS team. So I don't think he's going to be a, a bench player. I can just say I, that's the, the way people are going to read this. If because if he stays in the MLS, he's a starter and a key player. Yeah, but well, if he goes we, anywhere, he's bench rotation. What are we talking like the like so the then you put him there. Line, Like how bad of a club is there? Like what are we he talking? We're not talking like mm. FC Dallas. <laughs> oh, what you mean? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> here's a question for here's a question for you, Vince. Um. Where would you put MLS in the tier of competitions? What what, what number? What number? Um, top, oh, top, top 10, head. top 5, top 7, top, <laughs> um, top 12. I wouldn't have it. Um, I'd have a top 20. For sure. <laughs> what? Okay. In or out? In top yeah. 20? Yeah. In, in top 20. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Let's, hope no one clip. Let's hope no one clips that and posts it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I have it in, I'd have it in the top 20 for sure. Um, there's only 20 competitions. What? 
<laughs> above or below the A-League? Above. Oh, my God. I would love for the A-League to be the MLS. My God. Um, yeah, I can, like, because he's looking at moving soon now too, isn't he? Like, yeah. you can just yeah. see him as a player that gets. Again, he's a center forward. A little bit, yeah. Like, he'll I start for the States, but. I go left side. I reckon left side just because he's going to move to Europe. I don't, I don't think he's going to be in the MLS in five years. So that's why I'd no. put him yeah, under, he's, he's somewhere not, under Doku. Just, just yeah, so you guys know, he's not, he's not even a starting player for FC Dallas. Just so you guys yeah. know. Yeah. Put him under Doku. That's my All opinion. the way down here now. So that, that's uh, like right, in, a, in a really right. bad, um, a bad team and not even starting. <laughs> I don't but know. What do you reckon? Maybe a bit more to the right, but not much. Yeah, I'm happy with that. There, okay, all right. Yeah, <laughs> like that's we're not talking. It. And for the people that, for the people, I don't think that's home, controversial. We're not, no, we're not talking a bad team. Is in like he's going to be playing like you know League Two in England or anything like that. No, no, no. yeah, I'm happy with that. Greenwood. Unfortunately, Vincent's yeah. going to be up here, isn't it? No. <laughs> in five years time also again depends uh coach and stuff like that I i'm afraid he's not gonna start every single game uh he's not even now so i hope in five years maybe if ronaldo ends up leaving and get a better coach but i i can see well he's he's obviously very gifted like he he's insane in finishing he's fairly clinical but Maybe, maybe somewhere there. Where he is? Uh, I'd go right of Sancho. Like there? Yeah. What do you guys reckon? Yeah, yeah he's, um, he's a world, world class player, and we put him in there. It's yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's, it's okay. a bit of a. Yeah, but we're talking five years from now, so. <laughs> Look, Troy, Troy's in the chat. <laughs> Troy, how are you, man? We're, we're disrespecting the goat. I'm sorry. I know we aren't disrespecting the goat. What do you say? Putting him down there. <laughs> yeah, definitely goat. <laughs> Vincent makes my heart more each week every time he discusses United boys. <laughs> I mean, I love Gre I love Greenwood. I really do. But sorry. Right, let's go. What else we got? Declan Rice. Um, I think more of a key starter. No, he is. He should yeah. be in that gap there. I'd like that? So. I'd say so. It's a good spot. Yeah, you could also see him like playing for a really, really good side as well. Yeah. Um, mm. And with I'll... these English guys as well, especially the top level English guys, because there's like the quota of how many English players you need. Yeah, if you can get a top player, you kind of pay the extra for them. Yeah. Yeah. I would put him next to uh who was it there? Musiala? You put him next to him? Yeah. Maybe. On the left hand side, right there. Yeah. 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 Well, there. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, pretty good. Not like All right. him. <laughs> who else we have? Giorena's gonna cop it in a sec. In five years' time, is he going to be more or less injured than now? <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> if, he's, that's, if he's the that's same a, level of injured, is he even on the chart? That's a question. 
plays every third game. Um, I think if there's ever someone who could technically be a key player and a bench player at the same time, that it's, it will someone, be him. it's someone him, who, it's someone who yeah. comes in for 20 minutes, scores a goal and gets injured. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this thing doesn't work. Bench play, key play. It's a perfect position for him right here. Yeah, 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 I rate it. Leave yeah. it. Like, yeah. Power sub. Right Impact sub or whatever you call well, you it. Wanna, wait, so if you go as far bottom right as you can, that makes him... Oh, no, because he'd be close. No, yeah, leave him there. Leave him there, sorry. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Uh, let's go with... I like him. Another another really young player, obviously. He's 18, so 23. Now Leverkusen, not another starter for Leverkusen. Uh, Germany, obviously. And uh, also in that cam role. Yeah, so he, the thing about that position is it's really like where the best players in the world play. So if you put mm. him as a starter, if you think he's going to be one of the best players in the world, which is what he would need to be to be in the top right, you put him there. But, and I don't, I don't I'm not saying that because I don't think he ever could because he's like, Doing so much at such a young age. Yeah. He's a someone, someone near Fern. Because we yeah, we talk about clubs that work out for young guys. Yeah, left course. He's oh well he's more he doesn't play every single game fully, but he's in wasn't the starting eleven seven of the nine times, so yeah. And he's I'd, He's had four goals and six assists in nine games this year. <laughs> yeah, I think so. he's like he, I can definitely see him starting at a team in like I can't imagine him not being a starter. Yeah, um, unless if he's at like a super big club and it's kind of like a you know a rotation yeah. policy sort of thing. Um, yeah, near um, near Vincent's boy. I'm not even gonna try to say his name. Shadler. up here. Would you say that? Yeah, maybe. Might put me yeah. to the right of him. Is that good? Yeah. Let's go TAA. What are we thinking? Five years time. Your speed's starting to wear off. No, I'm joking. Well, <laughs> uh, also, it depends on how the... like um, Vince was talking about it just briefly in the, in the pre-show. I know it's meant to be quick fire, but how the role of the fullbacks have, um, has evolved over the last five years. Like mm. we saw Danny Alves and that sort of player come through and now these new guys are coming through like Alexander Arnold and, and Reese James for example um, and the even the um, the rise of say the back three in the Premier League with the wing backs as well um, in that sort of in that sort of formation oh, what he's on there um, in that sort of formation you know he's a key player he's a key player starter um, but as it, does that change over the next five years I think that's a factor for him too yeah, right, right, right now he like if you were just put it like do this on their current position right now he right is then. more of a top right than anybody else I think yeah because he plays for the, the best club out of anyone here I would say and is one of their key players to how they operate yeah but so do, you, do, you see, do you see him there in five years do you see him there in five years his situation right yeah. now makes him a key player starter yeah which is like the same for all of them though like yeah. I, th- I I don't think you can have a right back being more of a key player than these two positions here in five years' time. Like you, you would assume that these guys would be like at a Real Madrid or the like and be the key players in their side. I don't yeah. think a TAA will, will be as a right back that key of a player 
to be putting him right next to these. I, I can see him still at Liverpool in the next five years. Yeah, that's why that's why I think there might be a reasonable spot. Yeah, maybe put him there, yeah. Is that all right? Mm. Yeah. Zhao. <laughs> Heartbreaking. He needs to too. get out of he needs to get out of there. If he doesn't get out of there, then I don't know. Just put him anywhere then. <laughs> right? I mean Is he a key player off the bench, though? I mean, he played 30% of the minutes this season, 25% starting 11, seven games, one goal, one assist, one assist in the uh, Champions League in four mm. games. It's it's interesting because he's, he's not getting the minutes that you'd hope, but he's also not deserving the minutes that you'd hope. I was just about to say. Mm, yeah, like he can't just be giving him minutes. Just because, um, yeah. Because he's has a has a price tag, and if there was ever a manager that wouldn't, <laughs> if, there <was> ever, <laughs> if there was ever someone that wouldn't do it, but I can also see it just clicking because I still think he's quality. Um, Contract until twenty twenty six. So in the next five years is twenty six. Then yeah. Yeah, mm. like it. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Cool. Zaniolo. I have no idea. I'll be honest with you. I think he's going to be over here with Ferran Torres. Um, that's my opinion. Mm. I, um, I've i got a lot of faith in him, but it's waning. It's waning. He's, he's got injuries of Fati, but also... <laughs> He is not playing for a club that Fatih is playing for yeah. as well. So, yeah, um, yeah like probably put that there. Nice. Yeah. Good. 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 Then. Good job. I mean, that's coming from a guy with his yeah, you know, top one PSA ten rookie card. Like, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> I, I would love for him to be up here. And mate, if there's anyone who's not um, upping and dumping, that's not that's me. Um, for Kaya Saka. I think next to Camavinga, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somewhere there. Hmm. In five years' time, he's, he's now 20, so 25. Yeah. In five years' time, he'll be 20. No, no, he's now 20. 20. Oh, he's, not 25. 25. he's 15 years old. But he's already at 100 caps for Arsenal. Yeah. Um, is like, it Vitz's class? Yeah, exactly. I think you'd be right. Yeah, what about... Do you see him as a... like? Where do you see his position in five years? It's so hard because he plays everywhere. Yeah. Um, well, I, I mean, he has an insane football soccer IQ. Like He's, he's, he's so young and he understands the mm. game very well. So you can basically put him wherever. I, d- I do think he's best from the left, though. Yeah. Um. So and if he plays in that left mid, like, does he really have a lot of competition there as a left mid? Um. I mean, he's not that flashy player either. So he's he's a very solid left mid. Yeah. I can... Um. So I can I can see, again, as you said, will he be a key player? Probably not. Will he be? Can he be one of the best left mids in the world? Maybe. Um, 
in what he does. Um, I don't know. Still he's also early. like he's also the type of player that if you're at a big club, a really really big club, and you rotate a lot, he's the type of guy that you can you've got to you can put him in about four different yeah. positions, and it's going to work. Yeah. Um. So yeah, may, that's maybe a little bit higher than um, because he he uh. Yeah, I, I would put him a little bit higher. It would, would be stupid to buy someone like him and not use him. So maybe somewhere there, yeah. I really yeah, like Saka. Uh, Gio Reyna. Poor guy. Um, 18, so he would be 23 then. That's still so young, isn't it? And he's uh, also a cam. <laughs> So yeah. if he stays in the Bundesliga, he'll he'll probably end up in not so very good team. Um, most of these guys don't want to stay at Dortmund either. So, mm. and I don't see him becoming one starter for uh, Bayern Munich or something. So, yeah. uh, can he be a key player? Uh, I can't. I can't imagine a key player for a top team. No, I can imagine a key player for a you know a lesser side, a smaller team maybe. Yeah, yeah. so maybe a starter. Good. Is the same with injuries. Like he's injured again, so maybe a bit more. Uh, what do you say, Doku ish? But on the other side, yeah, somewhere there. No, on the right. No, oh, opposite, sorry. Opposite yeah, there. yeah, uh, yeah. But not yeah. that much of a key player. Maybe under Felix or something. Yeah, somewhere there. Cool. And our last one is Serginho Dest. Will be a rotational bench player. I'm not mad at that either. If he stays at, if he stays at Barca and Barca are good, he's probably not in the starting eleven. Yeah. At this stage. Mm. At this stage. Um, <laughs> be played also with as a right winger, right? I was going to say he could be a winger too, <laughs> like because I can I, I can see Trent becoming more of a midfield player too. Yeah, there's always talk about him going into into center, midfield center mid, yeah, because yeah. he's got he's got the passing range. Yeah, um, but he looked pretty lost. Was it for England or Liverpool? England? I think he played a game for England there not long ago. I remember him seeing somewhere in the middle, and he looked a little bit lost. But there's still plenty of time for that. Yeah. Um, well, he's also lost in the right back when he has to defend. So, <laughs> shots <No>. fired. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I just watched one of your videos that you showed of TAA um, that you sent me. It was very, very telling. I mean, yeah. Look at the last game of West Ham against West Ham. Jesus. Yeah, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty interesting. You picked that before. You know, you picked him as overrated before that game too. I mean. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm not sure what coach said it. I think it was Southgate. Um, even that's, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. Was, I'm not I sure. I was thinking put, about this before. I, 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 I'm not sure if he can put much stock in whatever Southgate says, but he is ultimately oh, the, the the guy who decides if he plays or not. So, yeah. and if you're talking about defending, he's not. He's not a world class no. defender. Is he no, very good not. going? He's is not. he very good going forward? I mean, look at his numbers. Yeah. Of course he is. But yeah, and I, yeah, he's he's such a situational player, player as well because he's yeah. got everything going for him at the moment um you know it's why he didn't start for england well he was injured but that's why he wasn't going to start for england um because they play defenders. <laughs> yeah well they play a formation where you know walker is a better option there because they want someone who can transition from a three at the back to a four at the back pretty easily um 
and he has that. And he also has that speed, like tracking back when they push up. So, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. But I can definitely see him sort of moving, or at least trying to move into the midfield. But Trent um, is a defender with midfield stats, midfielder stats. Yeah. So yeah. is he a good? Is he a good defender? I would say no. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Still overrated. So are we? Are we? Is there anyone that we're going to move here at all? It sounds like is we're going to move. Do we agree with but... Test on that? Where did we put him? Oh, there. Put him a little bit lower. There. Poor guy. The Americans are copying it. Did you? Did you still have a player down, or was that it? <laughs> all Just done, looking. my friend? Okay. Just looking at this, as soon as this goes off Instagram, we're getting absolutely slaughtered again. I can just yeah, yeah. Send me, send me this. Uh, I'll put it on Instagram right away. <laughs> he can't wait. He can't awesome. wait. Yeah. It's, uh, it's are we going to change though. anything? Like it's um, it's pretty tricky because we look at that like bottom list, you know, where like Pepe is the bottom of that starter to bench, like of how good the club is, and you imagine the bottom's like a really bad club, but we're talking like you know that's still a you know, in the Premier League or in the, one of the yeah. top five leagues, you know what I mean? Like, hmm. it's yeah, I would say I so. You, I need, like you, need, you need to put the parameters. You need to put yeah, the parameters in the comments. Very taken out of context if we don't put something in the description yeah. on. Yeah, what yeah. it is. So we can write that up after. That's all good. Yeah, because it's it's also like the thing where you could be a, yeah, you could be a like Shakiri would be a good example, like a a starter mm. for a lesser club or an absolute rotation bench player for a better club. Um, yeah. Yeah, same yeah. with Origi. You have so many players yeah. who can make 100%. a difference of the bench for a very good team. Doesn't yeah. mean they're bad. It just means that there's better players in their position. Or you could be like, even look yeah. at like situational completely. Like look at Moise Keane from last year. You could be a, a rotation bench on a worse team and then be a starter on a good team. Um, yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's tricky. But I, I I think looking at it, it's there's nothing that like jumps out as like, that's ridiculous. Um, no. I think Especially in five years. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you what. Like, I'll tell you what. Can, can I just put my case to something? I think yeah. maybe we should swap these two guys, in my opinion. I feel like Doku coming off the bench can be lethal, mm. right? So I think maybe that could be key to a lot of teams yeah, over I, here. Whereas I don't I think don't he, I don't think Gerrain is going to be that influential. Like, you know, you, you've you've got to get him on to change a game or anything like that. Mm. Mm. Just what Doku did at the the Euros was quite. Even some of the Rens games well, this season didn't really score off the bench. <laughs> well, he keeps defenders just, he keeps defenders busy, but yeah, I was going to say just what he what he does when he has the ball. Yeah, it's a tricky one. I I would be happy sort of either way. I think when it comes to that sort of stuff, like when you're tossing up between if they're a bench player or a better player on a worse team, it really can be so situational. Um, <laughs> DDC is spot on clear. there. You've got to be section. clear what the parameters are. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna put up no context whatsoever. Just put it on there. <laughs> comment, comment section can have a field day if you aren't clear. Yeah, they they did last week. They they definitely did. I, <laughs> I also don't hate the thought of like moving Foden up a little bit, like as far as the club goes. But that could be my like city bias talking. But um, <laughs> like. I think no, you could I, I agree. Say, like you could you could argue that he's the best player on the team in five years. Yeah, yeah, that's not wrong. How do we like that? Good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Happy to leave Doki there. Um, I, don't mind, I don't mind moving him over. Yeah, I, I, 
it's fine. It's fine either. But I, I, I wouldn't mind putting him on the right more as a key player, uh, even off the bench. But I'm fine with either. Giorena staying there. Mm. You can also let be left in oblivion, like no one cares or talks. He's just one of yeah. many. It could be he the could, case. Yeah, he could be in the Torres zone as well for all we know. Yeah. like a, a rotation guy on a good team. Yeah. Chucky. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like it. Happy with this? Like Final it. call? Yeah. I like it. All right, done. I like it. We've just hit two hours or we're a little bit over two hours. Any last thoughts on the soccer card market? Anything you guys are looking at at the moment? Any sets? Not really. I'm just waiting for a international break to see who plays, who doesn't play, who comes back strong after the break. We still have Champions League that um, is, what, two games? Still two games? Yeah, two games, and then we know who is advancing and who is not. Um, doesn't look good for Club Brugge or Leipzig. Doesn't look that good for... Um, who was it? Oh, no, never mind. Never mind. It's only like um, Club Brugge. <laughs> but, um, well, yeah. Not wrong, did he say? Not wrong at all. <laughs> uh, no, not really. No, I'm good. Nothing else to comment on. I am all good. Itzy, any any last uh, thoughts? No, 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 nothing, nothing too much for me. Just, um, just happy to be here. What <laughs> I, I did actually, I did actually want to ask: How did your, um, how did your Messi go? You don't have to give us a figure, but um, did you, did you get what you wanted? The, the, the ticket. The um, yeah, yeah, I was, I was really happy with it. Um, it, it went well. I, I tried a couple things out. Um, that I hadn't tried before. Well, I tried it a couple times, but I started running um, like Instagram and Facebook ads to the to the to the sale as well. Mm, sure. Um, How did that go? It's it's hard to tell because you would need to get um, like the proper code and the cookie from the Facebook ad onto the golden thing to see how many people like bid. Pixel. Yeah. I could I could count. Yeah, yeah the pixel. Um, I could count the I could count the clicks, and it was it was clocking out every day and spending the budget that I put on it. Um, so I was getting the views, but you just don't know if they were converting yeah. to clicks or not. But yeah. the way I looked at it was if like one or two of those people are bidders, like that probably pays for itself if you don't put too much into it. So, mm. um, and because not many people do it, the clicks were really cheap. So, um, it wasn't t- super competitive. So it, you know, I was happy with the result. I don't know if like I'm looking at correlation and causation and thinking it's the same thing, but um yeah i was i was happy with it it was a pretty good um pretty fun experience it was i've never really had anything i've had stuff at golden before but not um that was going for that price so i was pretty happy to sort of follow it along and it was it was pretty fun um the missus at one stage like looked over at me on like the day it was ending she's like it's not gonna keep going up every time you fresh your fucking phone just like <laughs> <laughs> yes it will <laughs> yeah i was like no one's bad she didn't want um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it was, um, it was, it was fun. And, uh, maybe have a little bit of a, a brief about what you do, um, your own podcast and, and more specifically your, your newsletter, which I get a lot, a lot of value out of. Yeah. Cheers. It's, um, thanks for that. It's yeah. Soccer cards rock, um, would be the best place to find it. Just type it into Google or Instagram and find me there. 
Um, there's podcasts that come out. It was every Monday slash Sunday, depending on what part of the world you're in. But um, I don't have the commitment to do it live like you guys do. So it becomes a bit more flexible. And it, I try and get one a week in. Um, some writing when I can. There was a couple of weeks where it was a little bit hectic. But um, yeah, scouting reports, um, do some data deep dives and stuff like that as well. And just sort of have a look at the game. The more the writing I do is probably, I'd say, more about the sport than it is about the the cards in general. Um, usually with a bit of a card slant at the end. Um, but yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. And, um, you know, the readers come in and the listeners listen. And it's it's awesome, man. It's um, it's And you guys would know what it's like as well. Like the best part is just like the people that you sort of meet through it and the people that contact yeah. you. And yeah, um, definitely. like the friendships you make from it is just awesome. So you learn so much doing it. So yeah, soccer cards rock would be the best way. And DMs are open. So feel free to slide in and um fire away and we'll we'll go from there awesome stuff that is another episode of soccer card collective in the books with vince vince and luke and daniel Um, (laughs) have a great week we'll catch you next week peace thank you for tuning in to another episode of soccer card collective on the double coverage media network if you haven't already subscribe to our youtube channel and hit that bell icon to know when we go live Also, feel free to leave a review on the Apple Podcasting app. Thanks for tuning in. Till next time. Peace.